Blog Talk Radio. Born to former slaves, Charles Harrison Mason defied the customs and conventions of the time and place in which he lived to start one of the world's largest Christian Pentecostal denominations. Even at a young age, C.H. Mason was seized with a religious fervor so intense that it would cause him to be bedridden as he pondered God's purpose and plan for him and this world. Although his younger days were more often filled with the labor of a sharecropper than with attending any formal school, he was somehow able to teach himself to read and write. At the age of 18, Mason attended Arkansas Baptist College. It was there that Mason became concerned with what he perceived as an attempt by some African-American Baptist churchgoers at assimilating the more staid worship style of their white counterparts. The shouting movement and passion that was such an integral part of the black religious experience was fading fast, and Mason felt strongly that this unique expression of faith must be preserved. As a Baptist preacher in Mississippi, Mason began conducting revivals with Charles Price Jones, a fellow believer in the concept of holiness. Because of their teaching of this holiness doctrine, Mason and Jones were expelled from the Baptist church. It was in 1897 that Mason and Jones established the Church of God in Christ in Lexington, Mississippi. This new church continued to grow, but there would be one more fundamental change in C.H. Mason's belief system. In 1907, a unique religious movement was taking place in the far west city of Los Angeles, California. William J. Seymour, a charismatic, one-eyed African-American preacher, was leading a revival in a run-down old church in the downtown Los Angeles ghetto. The address was 312 Azusa Street, and Seymour's movement came to be known as the Azusa Street Revival. The revivals were known for extreme displays of religious devotion, speaking in tongues, and, most shocking for the time, integration of worshipers. D.H. Mason was sent by his church to investigate the Azusa Street Revival. It was at the Azusa Street Revival that Mason spoke in tongues and experienced what was called baptism in the Holy Spirit. Mason returned to Mississippi and began to integrate into his own services aspects of Pentecostalism that he encountered while in Los Angeles. Mason and C.P. Jones did not see eye to eye on this concept. Mason subsequently went to Memphis, Tennessee, where he reorganized the Church of God in Christ. Mason had a knack for organization and quickly established an elaborate system of government for his new church. Mason also started the annual Church of God in Christ Convocation, a meeting that was held in late autumn when church members from around the country traveled to Memphis for worship and church business. In the 1940s, Mason built a 5,000-seat, steel-reinforced building that came to be known as Mason Temple. At the time of its completion, it was the largest African-American church building in the country. Also amazing was that steel was made available to African-Americans during wartime when steel was heavily rationed. Mason Temple hosted many luminaries, one of its most famous being Martin Luther King, Jr., who delivered his I've Been to the Mountaintop speech there the night before his assassination. 
Mason sent preachers all across the country and the world to spread the message of holiness on behalf of the Church of God in Christ. He created departments and auxiliaries and not only fostered but also participated in foreign missions. When Bishop C.H. Mason passed in 1961, the Church of God in Christ existed in every state of the Union as well as in other countries. While Mason's body is interred in Mason Temple, his vision and his church live on around the world, not only as the largest Pentecostal church in the United States, but also with worldwide membership estimated to be between 6 to 8 million members. Work it out. 
the name of that one. But anyway, folks, today is no, uh, excuse me, November, April the 4th, 2017, and tonight, tonight, again, we have another episode. I mean, I guess we're over 60 episodes now, the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Actually, probably over 70 episodes. So, how about that, family? A family online in 15 states blogging radio station all blog talk radio two hours of pop sometimes a little bit more and we're just swinging at it swinging at it family we're still at it and just for the record we are yes in Kansas Florida Texas California Arkansas Missouri Alabama Georgia Michigan Oklahoma Ohio, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and even Alaska. Not saying everybody's on the phone line from all those states tonight, but who knows where all these area codes are from. We got a nice showing tonight on the phone lines. And I just want to thank everyone for just supporting this show over the year. We started like August of 2016, I think it was. And here it is, 2000. I think I got that right. If I didn't, darling, correct me. But we've been over it over a year, family, and I just want to thank y'all again tonight. I I want to um, just uh just bear with me. I'm doing music is a little louder. Turn it down just a little bit. But family, tonight we have a very exciting show coming your way. As I sent out an email as well as a uh, a blast on your cell phones, letting everybody know we have a double header tonight. A double header tonight. What do I mean by that? We have two interviews versus the one. You know, we normally do one interview and maybe an open forum. We talk about this, that, and the other. Well, tonight we're just going to interview two families, two families. And so let me just go ahead and, and just read the show's description. For those of you that didn't get the email, you didn't get the text, you don't know what's going on, you just call this phone number every two weeks. Let me read what is happening tonight. Tonight I sent this out to everybody. The Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Shalom, peace family. May the Most High bless our efforts as we try to unite. Actually, I said as we try to unite for greatness once again. I went on to type a high-energy, exciting, informative show tonight, Tuesday, April the 4th, 2017, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, as we present a double-header introducing to the family Albert Sonny Boys Douglas, great-great-granddaughter, Raven Orr, and her husband, Terrence Orr II, and their baby, Terrence Orr III. Went on to say, don't forget to check out their photos, and don't forget to check out their photos, folks. Just click on their link uh, for those of y'all that's got your sales out. Then, from the M.B. Dugan side of the family, the branch of the family, is the family of Charles and Linda West, including the very young model sensation, Soleil. Yes, Soleil will be in the house tonight, as well as her family, her parents. Finally, we sprinkle uh, that with a little informative and inspirational show. Y'all seem to like that informative and inspirational uh, programming, probably more than some of the shows because we dig deep in putting some things out there. Don't know how much we'll be able to do that tonight. We like to do the health, you know, how we'd like to do the health uh, 
um, uh, health little clips. Well, tonight, since we got these two long interviews, I say long because they'll probably both go over 30 minutes. For sure they will. And so we won't probably be able to do a lot of that, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's do this, family. Let's go ahead and just uh, take a bus or a plane or something and get down to Austin, Texas, and see what our cousin is up to. Uh, let's do this. Air code 512-922. Miss Darlene Douglas, are you on the line? I am. I'm here. Hello, family. Well, how are you doing, cousin? How are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm great. I'm great. Doing doing good. Well, that's good. That's good. Say hello to the family. Hello, family. I hope everyone is doing well. I had already said. <laughs> yeah, you had a full day at work. See, I'm off family. I work at night, as many of you know, so I probably have a little bit more energy than Arlene, uh, Darlene tonight. But anyway, what do you think of the two families we have on tonight? Uh, the Orr family as well as Soleil and her parents. What do you think? I'm excited about it. I'm ready to hear what each one of them has to say. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I am too. I am too. And we may have, we don't know yet, but we may have Mr. Don Jr. join us a little later on. As you know, folk work, folk work uh, family, and it's hard to do these blogs, but we'll see. We'll just see who calls and and who stops by and say hello to the families that we're going to have on tonight. I must say this. I do always like to do a little homework, darling, on the different people we're going to have on. And so I took the liberty to uh, go to the Facebook of uh, both. Uh, Raven and uh, her husband Terrence. And I was pretty impressed by what I saw, as I normally am with pretty much any of the guests we bring on. So I'm really looking forward. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll let them bring out whatever they want, whatever they want to talk about. So anyway, but uh, before we bring them on, and then of course everybody knows Soleil and all and all of the modeling she's been doing just all over the place on these big runways, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, also, folks, coming your night, coming your way tonight is uh, Tasha and the Three R's recipes, remedies, and reduced prices, as well as Eat Courage is coming your way. So, um, just family, just got a lot coming at you. And y'all have to forgive me. I'm looking at a little checklist here. And I'm kind of going down my list here. But listen, I want to make sure everybody is aware of the Ed and Isabel page. We don't talk about it a lot, but uh, especially those of you that are new to the family, uh, new to this blog, because uh, we always getting new listeners. I don't know who's all on this phone line. I just know that there's quite a few people on the phone lines. Remember, uh, courtesy, I mean, uh, uh, protocol on the phone lines, press 1. Uh, when you're ready to comment, press 1. And then once you comment, press 1 after you have commented so your hand will go down. Okay, so on this board, I actually can see a hand family. Uh, it's like a little little reminder, really. And uh, when you press one, I'll see that, and I'll bring you on. And then, of course, when you're done, I'll um, I'll know that, you, that you're done with your question. But I just want to remind everybody about the uh, again the Ed and Isabel page. The Ed and Isabel page is our main headquarters. This is where we post everything. We're talking about photos. We're talking about. Um, Anything, folks, anything that the family needs to know about, informational stuff, educational stuff, inspirational stuff, just, it can even be comedy. Just anything, this is how we communicate on Facebook is the Ed and Isabel page. So I would not just encourage you to be a member, but I want to encourage the family. Y'all have to start telling more people about it now. We're already at 300. How many members do we have now, darling, to make sure? I'll let you tell me. 
uh, about 370. Real close to 370. Okay. So that's almost 400, 400 family members that's on Facebook. Now, keep in mind, there's a lot of old people that's not on Facebook. A lot of young people out of the loop on Facebook. So I know there's probably could be thousands. So we're, we're just climbing. Remember, we started off at, with 50, and then it was 100, and then it was 200. So we're just moving right along. So anyway, tonight, um, darling, what do you think? Uh, I, I think I asked you earlier about... Uh, 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 Tell me a little bit more about the couples you are, are you, because you're the ones that made this happen, family. Darlene is the one that really made this particular interview happen. So tell us a little bit more about uh, 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 Mr. and Mrs. Orr, please. Okay. Um, Raven is the, the daughter of Donald Cooper. And if you remember, we interviewed Eldridge, which is her uncle and and Kenya, Kendra, which is her sister. Um, she is also the daughter of Yolanda, a.k.a. Red Crawford Cooper Nelson. She's the granddaughter of Thelma Douglas Cooper. She's the great-granddaughter of Albert Sunnyboy Douglas. And she's the great-great-granddaughter daughter of Ed Douglas and Isabella Kennedy Douglas. Now, um, I was reading her bio, excuse me, and some of this I didn't know. They're a young couple, and it looks like they're doing well. Um, She's saying that she's 26 years old, and she lives in DeSoto, so that's up by Dallas. And I already gave you her parents' names, but she's also a wife. She's married to Terrence Orr, the second, which is the Soda High School football coach. Okay. And she's also the mother of a five-month-old baby boy, Terrence the third. She's a senior okay. accounting in Dallas office of EY. Not sure what that is. She has a total of four years of public accounting and internal audit experience. She's a member of the DFW chapter of the National Association of Black Accountants, which that's okay. a lot. Yeah, she serves that's as a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to get. I, I, well, what we're going to do, we're going to do a few little things. We're going to bring on Raven and her husband, Terrence. We'll just give you a little bit now, just a little bit now. Then they're going to come on. They're going to let you know exactly who they are. So, uh, darling, thank you for finding out a lot of those things I didn't even have in my um, notes here. But thank you very much for that. Folks, listen, it's, it's just a lot coming at you, okay? A lot is coming at you tonight. And I'm looking at the phone lines. I see some of you just popped in. I probably won't repeat some of that. But just know tonight, family, that we have two exciting interviews coming your way. Those are just coming, the phone, just coming on the phone line. And Darlene just read off for quite a bit, so I'm not going to have her do all that again for you, you guys. Y'all should have been here a little earlier. It's okay, though. I'm not beating up on you. Uh, you still will probably hear that again from uh, Raven or her husband, Terrence. Well, Darlene, let's do this. Uh, 
let's go ahead and get the birthdays. I know it's a new month, a new month, and so we got a probably got a, a brand new some a brand new names. Uh, so let's go ahead and and um, and uh, get some. Uh, let me just do this for get a little birthday music for us, and we can. Uh, y'all know we always like to do Michael for the birthday. And folks, we're gonna mention birthdays of some birthdays will probably already have passed. Just know how we do it. We just like to call these names out. We like to call cousin names out and aunts and even though their birthday has passed. So happy belated birthday if you are if your birthday has passed and if your birthday is coming up, happy birthday. And we'll call your name out this show and even in two weeks. So just know that that's just our way of trying to keep these names in y'all's minds. Some of y'all don't know uh, a lot of these people, and the more we talk about who these people are, who how they are related, the better off I think we'll be getting to know each other. Remember, we have three goals, family. We have three goals in this family on this blog. Three goals. One of them is to become less strangers which we're doing that because we're emailing each other, we're texting each other, we're on Facebook, we know these names, we know these various branches of our family now. And uh, uh, and so, matter of fact, darling, let's go ahead and do this, because we like to do this every once in a while. Let's go ahead and name the branches of the family. You name the ladies and I'll name the men, okay? How about that? You game? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you always ready. Well, you name the ladies, and I'll name the men. And I'll start with the uh, men, uh, the one and only Ennis Buddy, your great, your, well, your grandfather, your grandfather Ennis Buddy Douglas. Uh, you'll hear a lot of uh, those of you new to the phone line because I see some phone numbers I've never seen before, and I'm assuming these are new people. So Ennis Buddy Douglas is one of Ed and Isabel's children. He was Ed and Isabel Kennedy uh, Douglas child, okay? So you hear that name a lot, and you go ahead, darling. Um, Annie May, a.k.a. Alvira Douglas, which is the oldest child of Ed and Isabella. Okay, and then we have Sonny Boy. Sonny Boy, if y'all hear a clicking, I don't know who's trying to call me while I'm on the show, but please forgive me that clicking is out of my control. But uh, Elbert Sonny Boy uh, Douglas, that's whose great-great-granddaughter we have on the show tonight. But Elbert uh, Sonny Boy, many of us call him Uncle Sonny Boy from uh, the Fort Worth area, uh, was another son. Go ahead. Eddie. Ain't Addie, which is um, the Spains, Kevin's grandmother, um, lived in Haiti, Missouri. That's right. That's right. And then we have another son of the one and only Ed and Isabel Kennedy Douglas. And this son's name was M.B. Dugan. Uh, everybody called him Dugan. but Some people called him M.B. Okay, and you, uh, this is actually where Soleil is. I think Soleil is, that's her great-great-grandfather, if I got that right. Go ahead. Azalee, which is your grandmother. Absolutely. Yeah. Lived around Fort Worth area. And I think we covered all... Everybody, uh, male wise, no, 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 what male am I forgetting? No, I'm talking about the males, but as far as as far as I'm care, 
I'm talking about the men. I'm thinking I'm out of men. But go ahead. You got some, some more ladies. Well, Adosha is is the last female of Ed and Isabella, but uh, the man that is Kerman. Um, right. That, but Kerman, you know, he didn't have any children, all right? No, he didn't. He died uh, fairly young. Okay. Well, family, these are those who are new to the blog, these new phone numbers. Uh, this is who we're talking about tonight. Um, this is who we interviewed tonight. These uh, great people, we believe they're great, had children and they had children, and so we are literally interviewing great, great grandchildren of those, uh, of both M.B. Dugan and um, Albert Sonny Boy Douglas. So that's what's happening tonight, family. Uh, those of you that's new to this, again, go to the Ed and Isabel page. You can get all of the shows, every single one of the shows. And also, if you forget that, you don't know how to get there, just simply go to Google, type these words, Blog Talk Radio space Five Smooth Stones. That's the website, my personal website for Five Smooth Stones that's producing this show. And you'll get all of the shows that Five, produ- five Smooth Stones produce. This is just one of them, the uh, family show, which I'm most proud of. But, darling, let's go ahead and switch pages now and go to the birthdays. Again, here come birthdays for April. If you have anybody, you know of anybody's birthday in April, you want to do a shout out on the phone line, not a problem. Press one. We'll bring you on. You can tell them happy birthday. And remember, this is all recorded, family. This, everything is recorded, so that we'll have this for many years to come. But go ahead, darling. Okay, Alicia Booker. April the fifth, and we have Alicia Kevin. Booker. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on, Alicia Booker. Alicia talk, okay, Allen this is, Booker. This is, if it's the Alicia Booker I'm talking about, this is my uh, side of the branch, of the family, Azalee branch, of the family, and this is actually Azalee's daughter. She has a daughter named Alma Jean. Alma Jean have a son named Miguel. Miguel married uh, Alicia, and that's how you get Alicia Booker. Happy birthday, Alicia. Kevin Spain, the seventh. Oh, okay. Go ahead and tell me Kevin is, for those that don't know, darling. Kevin is the son of Dorothy Spain and the grandson of Ain't Addy. Margaret Span Margaret Span is Margaret Span Turner Her birthday is also the 7th So that would be Kevin's sister And uh, and he Shared shared the same birthday Tanya Okay happy birthday Margaret Tanya Yes Tanya is my sister family Tanya's my sister. She's married to Joel McVeigh. Happy birthday, Tanya. And it's on the eighth. Yes, it is. Okay, we have uh, in Thelma uh, Douglas Cooper, which is the 16th, and uh, she's celebrating in heaven. And this the Raven's grandmother. Oh, okay. And yes, we do acknowledge birthdays of those that's not here. And our philosophy on that, for those of you new, and I have to say these things because I got new people. Uh, those of you that is new to 
the show, the reason we celebrate those birthdays of folks that are not here is because we don't want to bury our relatives. It's just that simple. Just because people pass away don't mean you have to stop acknowledging their birthdays, their anniversaries, and everything else. Because if they was here, they would want you to. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, this is going to be your niece, I think. Well, Tyrus Smith. Well, Tasha. April Did you say Latasha? Uh-huh. Well, happy well, birthday, Tasha. Tasha. I don't think I never knew Tasha's birthday. And we're going to hear from Tasha in a little bit on her three R's, recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. Happy birthday, Tasha. Okay. D. Morris Turner, the 15th. And D. Morris is going to be uh, uh, my brother's son. My brother's son. Morris's son. Happy birthday. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Kirk Douglas. You want to tell everybody who Kirk is? Kirk, this particular Kirk Douglas is happened to be my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Kirk. Okay. We have Anna on the 18th, which is Cassandra's. Booker's granddaughter, which is Mickey, Emma Mickey's um, great-granddaughter, and they're coming out of Aunt Addie's. Aunt Addie's branch of the family. Mm -hmm. And Drew, which is on the 18th, it looks like... Folks, I apologize. Every once in a while that happens have nothing to do with me. Y'all know that if you've been listening to these blogs any length of time, it's blog talk radio. They just do that. Out of the clear blue, I don't know, it's something that's a glitch they haven't fixed in, oh, 10 years. So we'll keep rocking, keep keep on moving. Okay, Caleb. Which is Cassandra's grandson, her son Terry's son, and Madison, which is Cassandra's, on the 24th, which is Cassandra's granddaughter. Okay. And again, this is the Addy side of the family. Okay. We have Pierre Moore. Which I still think that's Aunt Eddie's side. On the twenty sixth. I do too. This sounds like it. And it sounds like well, I'm not gonna guess, I'm not gonna say the wrong thing and offend people. But anyway, happy birthday, cousin. Anybody uh know uh, always remember family up here one and let us know. Give us a little more insight. But go ahead, happy birthday. Felicia Hogan. Okay. Which is Aunt Eddie's side and it's gonna be Ella's daughter. Brianna okay. Freeman on the night. Okay, and happy birthday. I have Laura Stovall, which is any. It's all in his buddy Douglas side. It's Gay's granddaughter. Okay. And Danielle, Danielle Burke, which is Gwen's daughter. So. Those two are on Buddy Douglas' side of the family. And happy birthday all the way up to them up in California. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, that's it for April. I'm not real sure if we did March, though. It's okay. Well, we'll do that. We won't. Di- well, yes, we did do March. Uh, pretty sure we did. But if not, we'll have to do that next time because of time. Well, darling, you did a good okay. job. I appreciate you getting those April birthdays and any anniversaries for April. I did not have any. Oh, no, that's March. No, okay. I, I don't have any. Well, again, family, happy belated birthday for those birthdays in the past. Happy birthday if your birthday is coming up. We just want to remember your family tonight. That's all we're trying to do is just do a little something for the family. Again, uh, for those of you that kind of tuned in late, uh, remember if you want to comment or if you want to comment, press 1. Press one on the phone lines, and after you make your comment and you hang up, not hang up, but you are off the line with us, you want to press one again so your hand to go down. The reason why that is, you may want to come back and comment a second time, so you don't want your hand up the whole show, all right? I want to do this. I want to quickly, quickly, quickly move to a, um, should I do that now? Should I do that now? Uh, darling, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about the reunion coming up quickly, um, if you can just... And, and maybe about a, two or three minutes to let everybody know, remind us of the reunion. This is a big, big reunion coming to family in Austin, Texas. And many of you is loving this whole family, getting together. Well, this is another step by attending one of these reunions, and you'll really, really see the family you're part of. But go ahead, darling. Okay. Um, the reunion is going to be held in August, and we have four months. Um, it's going to be here August 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and you can elect to only attend the 4th and the 5th as you, if you like. Um, I'm really needing to hear from people because I need to. I need a head count at this point. I'm getting down to the wire, and um, so um, if you need a letter. Of the family reunion, please let me know. I can get that to you. And um, I guess tomorrow or so we can post again. But like I say, we are getting down to the wire and we need to make, um, we need to tie, tie up some loose ends. And I'm needing head count and um, different things like that. But I really think um, you are going to enjoy this reunion. We have a lot of activities planned. Okay. Well, and, and thank you for doing that quickly. And, and she can go a little bit long, but I just trying to just trying to get these interviews in. So I'm just getting, pushing just a little bit faster. But folks, please, please make way to Austin, Texas. A lot coming your way. Darling has a lot planned, and we'll go into the details and that uh, maybe later on if we get a little time. But I uh, wanted to also get Tasha in uh, briefly, but I think we probably need to go ahead and. Uh, Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's take a little break here, family. And uh, we're going to do get Tasha in. Y'all got to hear these recipes, remedies, and reduce price. You got to hear. I listen, and I know the family. Trust me, you're going to wish. Um, uh, you're going to be glad you heard from Tasha. So we'll be right back, folks. We'll be right back. 
Good evening, family. I am excited to be here with you once again and anxious as always to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. My hope is that it will add a little flavor, healing, and some change in your pockets. Again, my name is Tasha, and the first R of our three R segment will be, I'm going to start, honestly, I'm going to start with reduced prices because I'm super excited about it. Um, I love deals, and I tried to find deals that were, you know, uh, in time for the holidays. Easter is fast approaching. Over at Best Buy, they have the Hop Blu-ray DVD combo for $4.99. And if, uh, Hop is actually a Easter-inspired cartoon, from my understanding. So not only do you get the DVD, it's a Blu-ray DVD combo, but you also get a free Sing lunchbox. And Sing is a new movie that's just, that I believe it just came out on DVD today. So this will be great to stuff, you know, those little ones, Easter baskets, or your own. <laughs> and so um, right now, I don't think it's available for shipping right now, but you may still be able to grab it in store if it's in stock near you. You can still go online to see if it's in stock near you so that you can save yourself a trip to the store. So um, another one is over at Macy's. Macy's right now has a super-duper sale. They have an extra 25% off clothing, which also includes their clearance uh, markdowns. So I've seen prices for baby T-shirts for $2.24, little girls' dresses for $9.74. These are great deals. Um, And so you can't beat that right in time for the holidays. And in many respects, you can't even find these prices at thrift stores. Um, Over at Home Depot, if you're in the the market to buy new flooring right now, they have Traffic Master Dark Brown Hickory 7mm Thick, sorry, Laminate Flooring. So the case is only $11.72. That covers 24 roughly square feet. And so you can't really beat that for the price. Uh, Laminate flooring is very, very durable. It is a uh, wonderful alternative, uh, you know, for carpeting and things like that. For us, we actually chose to go that route uh, due to allergies. So I also wanted to share with you guys uh, a cool, fun recipe. It's not something that's complicated, but I just wanted to give you an idea. Maybe it can spark some creativity again um, with, you know, with Easter in mind. Uh, it is a bunny bait treat. And so I thought this would be really cute to serve, you know, snacks for the kiddos. Guys, it is easy. There's nothing to this. Um, and you can swap out the ingredients as you see fit. Um, you, you're going to use popcorn, candy melts, pretzels, Cheerios, uh, spring colored sprinkles will be great in this, and a cup of spring colored M&Ms. These are, the, these are those pastel-y colors. It's easy. Mix it all up, guys. Lay it on parchment paper. You're going to drizzle that with either your candy melts or your white chocolate. And so um, I can think of a million ways that you can, you know, alter this recipe and make it all fun. What what makes it cute is that you can put it into cute containers, and it's, you know, it's festively colored, and you can label them bunny bait. So I thought that was really, really cute. Um, I wanted to share with you a... A quote-unquote remedy, but just something for you guys to start thinking about in your everyday, you know, going about when you're washing and cleaning and, and, and what we're actually using, putting onto our bodies, spraying into the air, all those sorts of things. So I want to talk to you about natural alternatives to fabric softeners and dryer sheets. It seems that the most harmful chemicals in dryer sheets and fabric softeners are in the lovely scents that they, you know, emit. So, um... Companies aren't required to release 
what chemicals are in these fragrances, and so who knows what's hiding behind the so-called fresh scents, the mountain springs, all these different things. And so there's been studies done by universities that shed some light on the subject, and it's it basically what they're finding is that from the dryer, the when the dryer vents, you know, they find or they have found up to seven hazardous air pollutants. And two of those chemicals are classified by the EPA as carcinogens. So these chemicals, you know, coat the clothing that we put on our bodies, you know, that makes them feel softer, and they rub against our skin every day, all day, unless you walk around, you know, on natural. But we have to assume that those chemicals are being absorbed by our skin. So I wanted to, you know, maybe just throw out some different, you know, ideas on, you know, some different things that we can use possibly to, you know, still get the soft, you know, the soft uh, feel that we want in our clothing, but, you know, to, you know, as much as we can to avoid putting different things, in, you know, into our environment and onto our skin and into our bodies. Um, simply, guys, you can air dry, you know, some things. A lot of times the, the synthetic fibers or fabrics is what cause the static. Uh, now, some people use the dryer balls. Some people, you know, have great, you know, um, you know, uh, results with those. Some people complain that they leave, you know, that, you know, over time they'll create holes in your clothes. So uh, you can use, guys, aluminum foil. Ball up, ball up a ball of aluminum foil, just a little, sh you know, cut off a piece and throw it in your dryer. Clothes will be soft. Some people like to use vinegar. Not a whole lot. Um, now, vinegar, over time, the smell, uh, you know, it goes away. You won't smell it, but if you spray it onto maybe, you know, one or two pieces of clothing while they're, you know, transferring it from the wash to the dryer, some people swear by it. Um, and so they say that that works. And vinegar is a great, uh, you know, just thing, everyday cleaning item that you can use around your house for many, many different things for your windows, just for your cleaning in general. Uh, it does have a smell, but again, that smell dis uh, dis I'm sorry, I can't say the word, <laughs> but that smell goes away. You guys know what I mean. And so, um, but so vinegar is one. Something that I found that really gets odors out of clothes very, very well is borax. And so, if you wash with that, that would be great. Now we had a, a little fiasco not too long ago. We mixed, uh, we put borax, and we I started buying those uh, laundry pods. Well, that stuff, borax and that, does not work. I kept thinking that there was something in my washing machine, but it, it, it was ruining my clothes, literally. I have thrown away maybe an equivalent of about a load of clothing because it, it, these sticky, uh, I don't know, patches would stick to the clothes. You couldn't get it off. And so and what I discovered is that it's the borax mixing with those pods. So if you use those pods that you just toss into the washer, do not use that with borax. But borax works really well. So does vinegar. If you pour that into the wash as well, it works really well. Um, and so those are just some tips. Um, it's just something to think about as we're using things every day. We're cleaning with bleach. We're cleaning with all these different things. But a lot of these things are not great and good for our bodies. And so um, a lot of times we don't, because we don't see things right away, we don't think about how things accumulate in our systems and how they affect us later in life. So I just wanted to share that with you. Guys, I hope that some of what I share with you is helpful, and um, I hope that uh, some of that you can use. And it's been a pleasure sharing this information with you. Thank you again for allowing me to be a part of this program. God, so let us continue to grow, inspire, and connect with one another. Family is everything. And until next time, God bless. Okay, folks, and that was Tasha. 
That was Tasha and Darling, your line is now open. And I want to go ahead and go straight to the phone lines. Our guest, I found out, is in the house, ready to go. And so um, let's do this. Let's do this. Y'all know me. I always like to... um, one more thing, I just thought of one more thing, y'all forgive me. One more thing I happen to think of. Listen, family, we still are open up to any suggestions uh, for anyone to be interviewed in the future. So if y'all know of anybody that would like to be interviewed by the family, please, please let us know. We don't want to beg nobody. We really don't want to beg nobody. But, uh, you know, we need to not uh, be the only one suggesting um, people to interview. I mean, because it can look a little one-sided. You know, y'all don't know how many people are shy and just don't want to come on for whatever reason. And so we have to turn to another side of the family. Then we turn to another side of the family. It may look like we turn to one side of the family a little more than others, but it's not that. It's just family who love the show. Our show is breaking numbers. Let me just share with y'all really quickly before we go to Raven and Terrence. Listen, folks. One day, I think it was Wednesday of last week, we had 342 listens. We normally average like about 40 listens a day, uh, somewhere around that 40 or 50 listens a day. But every once in a while, it'll go up to the hundreds. And uh, and then some days it may be about 100. But, but this particular day, all I'm saying is we we still got a lot of family out there listening, hundreds. And then, you know, don't forget the month we had, uh, uh, it was it was like a 1,000. Uh, one, I posted it actually on the Ed Nisbell page. I try to post the stats every once in a while. But y'all are listening. Y'all are definitely listening, so I know you're interested. But for whatever reason, many of you just are just sitting back and not uh, wanting to. I guess you're shy, you know. So I'm just saying, everybody, please let us know. Anybody you want to see, come on, and we'll just do just that. We'll bring them on. So, darling, any any comments on that? No, no. That sounds good. Um. Okay. Well, folks, listen, let's go ahead and go to the uh, phone lines. We'll put a little music in the background there. Uh, But let's go to the phone line. This is area code uh, 469-387. Mr. Terrence and Raven, are you there? Hello, family. You have the oars. We're here. Well, hello, the oars. How are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> we're doing well. How are you guys doing? Well, we're doing okay. Doing okay. And I hear the baby in the background. How is he doing, I guess? Really good. He's doing good. He, we had him in the next room. I guess he felt like he was missing out, so. <laughs> well, again, I appreciate y'all coming on. I really do, really do. And uh, Mr. Uh, Terrence, are you there? Yes, I am. How y'all doing? Really good, We're really good. Good. So good. Good to good to hear your voice, darling. You want to say hello to the couple? Hello, family. Um, I am good. I'm good. I, I'm looking forward to meeting you all face to face. Well, listen, uh, oh, so y'all haven't met yet? I don't know why I thought you had met, uh, uh, Raven. No, I've, I've actually met two of our sisters, and I met your brother, 
in September. For he just popped up and he had no idea where he was at my mom's house, and I recognized him, and uh, <laughs> so that's how I met him. He, okay. He was like, yeah, he was. He was like surprised, you know, like these are my cousins. <laughs> yeah. But no, me and Miss Darlene, we haven't met physically, but we, we've connected via Facebook. So I just can't wait to actually put a face with, with her voice. Well, hopefully, if y'all are able to make the uh, reunion in Austin, uh, hopefully y'all are just not hearing it for the first time. But if you are, anyway, if y'all are able to make that, you might be able to, we all be able to uh, put some faces to these voices. That's the goal, anyway, uh, Raven. That is the goal. Well, uh, what do you think of this whole blog show thing? Tell me, you've been listening now for about 40 minutes. What do you think of it? I think this is a great, great platform you guys have going. Um, I I don't know many other families who are doing it, so I like what we're doing. You got to keep it up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, and we're just trying. We're just trying. It's just the idea. I believe in spite of the Father. We're just trying to be true to it. We both work jobs and have lives, and it's very hard sometimes to pull them together. It's always good to get couples like you, and then, of course, uh, uh, Charles and Linda will be on a little later on with Soleil. We're looking forward to that. Well, listen, I just want to thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming on. I really do. I really, I really, really appreciate that. I can't tell you enough, and I'm, I'm very serious about that. Um, I'm just trying to uh, see. Um, darling, I'll let you go ahead and just tell the family how this wonderful couple, Terrence and uh, Raven, is related. Uh, I think you might have hit that earlier already. But just do a, a brief did, synopsis. The reason why, the reason why is I just see about five people, well, four people just popped in. And I want everybody to know who we interview, and otherwise they may, you know, we want them to stay, stay tuned with us. Okay. Raven Cooper Orr is uh, the daughter of Donald Cooper. And Yolanda, you may have heard me say red early, Yolanda Crawford Cooper Nelson. Oh, okay. She is the granddaughter, granddaughter of Thelma Douglas Cooper. She's the great-granddaughter of Albert Sonnyboy Douglas, and she is the great great granddaughter of Ed Douglas and Isabella Kennedy Douglas. So that's how she fit in the family. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, darling, I'll let you run with it. Okay, we're going to go ahead and post some questions to either y'all. And just love to know... Um, what y'all think of these questions we have for you. But also, I want to say this uh, to Mr. Terrence. Uh, I was looking at the photos. Am I correct? Because uh, I was looking at your Facebook, uh, Mr. Terrence. This question is aimed at you. Is one of those photos of a, a football player looks familiar? Okay. Ooh. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes. This is for you, a question for you. It was, a, it was a, one of the questions, one of the pictures you sent, of course, Raven sent the picture. Maybe she can help you understand which picture. But you was with three guys, and y'all was holding a baby. And and uh, I think one of those was a football player. Off of the, uh, I'm going to let you fill us in. 
I'm looking at it right now. The actual picture is a gentleman with a purple shirt on holding a baby. And I was just reading on y'all. I know somebody here plays football, so I'm just trying to get you to fill in the blanks here. Well, um, actually, my brother uh, played football for the Baltimore Ravens this past year. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Name is Zach Orr. Yes, sir. He played. Uh, I actually have my two younger brothers as well. Uh, Nick Orr, he played played football for TCU, and my baby brother Chris Orr, he plays football for Wisconsin. So we're like sort of like a football family. And obviously, I coach at Soto High School, so we're a football family. Yes. Well, you and I talk about that a little later on. I just wanted to just bring you in on that before this storm uh, passes by or regarding Raven. I didn't want to. You know, uh, wanted you to know you in the house as well. I want we want to know a little bit about you as well. Even though the spotlight is definitely on the one and only Miss Raven Orr tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we'll talk about that later, folks. This is also you was also a part of that 2016 DeSoto Championship. Uh, they, if those of y'all that don't live in Texas, DeSoto is top dog here in this state. Uh, 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 Terrence was a part of the coaches staff. If I got that right, he can correct me. Part of the winning uh, team's coaching staff, and, and so DeSoto could very well be number one in the whole country. Uh, at least the team they had last year. Am I right? Yes, sir. You're definitely right about that. Stay champs, baby. Stay champs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I see his head getting a little bigger every time you speak about DeSoto. <laughs> oh really? Well, I, I didn't want to go too much deep into it because I know he and I can end up talking about this and we'll take over the whole show. So I didn't want to do that, but I just had to just just mention that one picture of uh, his brother there. But anyway, folks, uh, again, you listen to the Douglas Cannon Family Friends Network. This is a double interview, dual, uh, uh, whatever you call it, double dual two interviews tonight with uh, the one and only Raven and her husband Terrence, or also Soleil is coming up. Darling, I'll let you start off with the questions, uh, and uh, I'll just jump in here whenever here. Okay, um, whichever one, I'm going to ask each of you to tell us who is. Who is Terrence? Who is Raven? Whoever want to go first is fine. I could, I'll go first. This is Raven. Um, I'll, I'll tell you who and what I am. I first, I'm a, a child of God. First, giving honor to God. Um, I am, as it's already been mentioned, I'm the granddaughter of Thelma, uh, Thelma Douglas Cooper. Uh, my dad is Donald Cooper. Um, I'm an accountant. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am a sister. I am an aunt. I wear a lot of hats. Um, <laughs> I, I'm definitely big in the community. I, I like to give back and work with you. Um, okay. I like to consider myself a motivator. Um, I, like I said, I like to work with the youth and kind of help point them toward their goals and kind of lead them on the right path. So that's something I pride myself on. And, I mean, that's that's pretty much a, a high-level overview of who and what Raven or is. Okay, great. Nice, short and sweet. Okay. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Terrence. My name is Terrence Ward. How you doing? My name is Terrence Ward II. Uh, I'm a God-fearing young man. Obviously a husband to my beautiful wife, Raven. Uh, son to Rita and Terry Orr, 
uh, older brothers, my older siblings, um, football coach, uh, teacher at Soto High School. Uh, look at myself as a mentally young man, not only at my high school, but the DFW area. Um, like I said, Ray, like Ray just said, I wear a lot of hats as well, but as long as my first hat belongs to God, that's all that matters. So, um, like I said, that's, that's briefly who I am. Okay. And, and, and speak for you. Uh, uh, the little baby can't talk, of course, but just tell us a little <laughs> bit about the little one. Oh goodness, um, parents of third, <laughs> we we refer to him as Trey, so I, it, it kind of sounds a little weird calling by his actual name. But uh, my little Trey man, he's a a ball of energy, that's for sure. We we're at the stage where he's learning how his hands and everything works so he, he's into a bunch of things so uh, it's definitely been a, a good fun learning experience being new parents but this little guy keeps us on our toes that's for sure now now let me let me let me ask him i know Donnie has a question but i just want to ask you this he probably already said it how old is he He's five months. Well, he'll actually be six months next week. Okay. Tell us about naming him the third, uh, Mr. Terrence. Who's <laughs> on that? Oh, man, it's a, it was an honor and a blessing, man. Uh, obviously, you know, the doctor tells you if your, if your wife is pregnant, it's generally happy. But find out it's a young boy, it makes it even better, man. Uh, obviously, man, I find out what true love is, you know, not only have first having a wife, but having a son as well. And seeing him grow and seeing him progress is a blessing. Um, really? my, dad my dad always told me sleep is overrated. And I find out the true meaning now. Uh, bless you having a child. Uh, but Terrence or the third, we want to keep the name alive. And, you know, as far as him, <laughs> him being the firstborn in my family, uh, I definitely want to keep that going. And, um, and like I said, we call him Trey. That's my little man, man. He's the light of our world. <laughs> yes. Uh, Raven, I, I think yes, this yes. was you. I saw you uh, very much pregnant and dancing. Oh, God. You saw it? Oh, oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was almost I I like was you were trying to bring on the labor pain. <laughs> It, it definitely helped. He he sure came a week earlier than expected. So I think think those my new dance moves helped a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um I think we already kinda did this. You already told us a little bit about your job, Terrence. Do you have any more you want us to know? Oh um, my I- I volunteer obviously at my at my church. Um, we have a brother to brother ministry that we have for our church. I help obviously with the organization with the with the organi- uh with the stuff that we have, activities we have for them. Um I'm FCA leader, uh a fellowship of Christian athletes at my school, uh leader of the Bible study we have not only for football players but for all the athletes at Soto High School. Um like I said, a lot, a lot of job titles come with coaching. Uh, even though I'm, I'm a football coach and a track coach, I also, you know, I find myself in a position where I'm a mentor for a lot of these kids. I take the responsibility 
at full hand. Um, like I said, I'm the oldest of, of four boys in my own household, but I'm the shortest, <laughs> I guess you could say, as you see that picture. Uh, but uh, one thing about me, and I'm pretty sure you see by the pictures and the way I talk, I'm real family-oriented. You know, I love my family. I'll do anything for them. I guess that was a long-winded version of him telling you guys about his job, or I guess we could say mini jobs. Okay, sorry uh, about that. Go ahead, go ahead, go, uh, Terrence. Sorry about that. We kind of lost you there for a minute. But I got a question for you uh, to piggyback on what Darling just asked you. Um, you mentioned being a. a, a, a when do you coach? When do you have time to coach? Um, well, we have obviously we have a set time pe- time frame uh, in our school day. We have a uh, we have athletic periods. Uh, it's the last period of the day, uh, every day of the school year. But I coach all day. Oh. Um, all day every day. You know, I had kids just text me now about prom. You know. What, what should I wear, coach? A tie or no tie? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, uh, uh, even I have a set time frame, you know, I coach I coach everything. I coach my health of life as well. I see. Well, listen, y'all, y'all, uh, you know, I don't want to, again, I don't want to hit this too hard, um, but I just often wonder sometimes how to coach when somebody is a coach, how do they tie that in? Because football can be very demanding and sometimes it pulls not only the kids away from the schools and the classrooms but the teachers and so I just didn't know how you did that you know what I mean right yes sir I understand go ahead go ahead I was going to ask him MT go ahead Terrence Oh, oh, yes. Were you in Austin ahead, over the weekend? Oh, hold on, hold on a second, darling. Hold on a second, darling. Hold on a second, darling. Terrence, go ahead and finish what you were saying. Oh, I was just saying that we have a set time frame for the kids. We practice. I practice before and after school, so we make sure that none of the they're not taken away from their core subjects like math, science, history, and anything like that. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Now, darling, what did you? What were you saying? He said he was a track coach. I just wanted to know if he was here in Austin over the past weekend. Um, I wasn't there this past weekend because I'm actually the junior varsity coach, and we only took the varsity guys, and I had other duties here at home. Uh, but I'm normally every track. I didn't go this past year to St. Peter's to other functions, but I, I was. But I, I kept track with the head coach, and he kept me informed what the kids were doing, all that. Okay. Okay. Good deal, Miss Raven. What what does EY mean? I notice in your uh, in your in your pictures and folks oh, again. Yeah. If y'all if y'all didn't get a chance to see the slideshow, those of you that got the emails or got the texts, remember click on the link and you can see the slideshow. Because all I'm doing is asking them about pictures that I'm looking at. That's all I'm doing, and uh, y'all can do the same thing. But but you mentioned EY in your bio on the uh, on the on the on the slideshow. What is EY? Okay, EY is actually our abbreviation for Ernst and Young. Uh, so we're we're one of the big four public accounting firms. 
before meaning there's only four public accounting firms large enough and equipped enough to handle Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies. So like Southwest Airlines, Apple, Google. We're the people who do their audits and sign off on their financial statements. Wow. Oh. And what do you what do you do personally? Give us a blow by blow from morning to evening. Uh morning to evening as far as what you do. I mean, uh, your specific job. I mean, it's hard to follow up with um what Terrence does daily. Uh, accounting isn't as fun as football, but um I guess a a day in the life of me. Um we're we're I'm in uh, let me backtrack I'm in the insurance practice so like I said we're the ones who actually go to companies um, check their books and sign off on their financial statements. I personally I'm a senior so that means I'm pretty much the one running the engagement so I report to upper management and I have a group of staff who work underneath me. But um, I guess morning to evening I typically try to be the first one in the office so. I get there probably about 7 a.m. just so I can get everything ready for my staff and get ready, prepare the deliverables for upper management, uh, schedule meetings. That um, is important. You kind of you kind of going through that pretty quickly, but that what you're saying is no joke. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we, we we try to make sure everything is right. So all you guys who are, if you invest in any of these big companies. We want to make sure the numbers are right and it's worth the investment. Okay, but go ahead with what you were saying you do this way. I just want to just, you know, because you was flying through them like, uh-uh, that's serious stuff. But go ahead. I just have to interject <laughs> there. Oh, no. I mean, basically, I'm similar to most people in, like, a supervisor role. Like I said, I, I manage my staff. Um, again, the finances is what our bread and butter, so we dissect those things one line item at a time. So everything from cash investments to the equity, we're, we're the ones ripping it apart and putting it back together to make sure everything is working and the numbers are what they say they are. Wow. Wow. Let me ask you, have you always been good with numbers? I have. Um, you know my mom, but, but I, a lot <laughs> of people say I, I get my number sense from my mother. So. Uh, math has always been one of my strong suits. I, I, of course, like science. A lot of people say they go hand in hand, but yeah, I've always been um, like gifted and talented, or in like AP courses when it comes to mathematics. So I definitely always had the the talent there and the, the want to just play with the numbers and figure it out. Good, it's a good job. You know what, uh, Raven and, and Terrence, uh, and I don't know, darling, if you even know this, maybe I told you, but uh, accounting was my first love. Accounting was my first love. Have you ever heard of something, uh, uh, Raven, called the Office Education Association? I don't know if they're still around, but they're in colleges. Office Education Association is the one was the largest club back in my time, anyway. You ever heard of that organization, Office Education Association? I, I honestly can't say I have, but uh, I'm curious. Well, it's it's, it's probably not in the colleges no more, but I was very, very serious with accounting coming out of high school, and uh, I really wasn't in love with bookkeeping. I didn't know what accounting was, so I got to college and started taking cost accounting. I know that's still around, right? Cost accounting, uh, tax accounting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And that's when I found out how much I did not like accounting. I switched majors. Of course, some other things happened I won't go into. But I actually placed third place in accounting concepts at the Hilton Inn, downtown Fort Worth, for the Office Education Association and got to fly to Minneapolis, Minnesota. I was very serious about accounting, but like I said, when I got hired with a place called FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, and uh, I began to see what, what you was just describing, what they really do, uh-uh, I don't want no part of it, especially depreciation. <laughs> you familiar with depreciation, I'm sure, right? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, so when we got when they got into that in theory, it, it was it for me. I just, <laughs> but listen, um, I want yeah, to kind of switch. I was a little taken back when you when you say a love for accounting. You, you normally don't hear people say that, even the people in the, the field of accounting. Like I, yeah. I like math, but accounting is a whole bunch of it's more logic <laughs> and the rules behind the math. So. Right, <laughs> right, right. We I was I was loving that debit. Uh, credit, count balances, trial balances, but when they started, when the numbers right, disappeared, right. and that stuff got into theory, when, when my books, my textbooks in college, the numbers literally disappeared, and it was all words. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but anyway, and that they got their revelation in the FAA, though. But listen, I want to switch, uh, switch over to Terrence and ask him a question. Terrence, what do you think of uh, what uh, uh, Raven does? What do you think of uh, of the whole job? What do you think of what she do? That's kind of a different yeah, question. I don't, know. I'm not, I don't know how she does it. I mean, she does a great job at it. She be that she be doing it well for a long period of time, and you know, I know I can do what she do. And just seeing her work, go to work each and every day, and tell me the situation, the trial tribulation she got to deal with on a regular basis, and you know, I, I'm impressed. You know, I'm a, I'm a proud of her. I'm a proud husband, I guess you could say. I'm a, I'm a her true leader. <laughs> wow. That's, that's wow. sweet. Wow. <laughs> it, it, it is sweet. That, you're right, darling. That is sweet. Raven, what do you think of what he do? Raven? Oh, boy. What, what do you think of what your husband do for a living? I enjoy what he does. Um, I know he's passionate about it, so just his love for it makes me love it. But um, really? I see his interaction with these young kids, and I, I see him drive every day. And like he said, he's from a football family, so I, I honestly don't think he knows anything besides football. So if he wasn't around the game, I, I don't know. I might have to check him into a sane asylum or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's the way we are in Texas, and, and they say it's only a few states where people, it's crazy. Ohio, Texas, Florida, and California. Now, other states play good football, but they, they, they got a life, you know, so to speak. They do other stuff, but in this city, especially Friday nights, we get crazy with this thing. But, uh, uh, Karen, uh, speaking of this, go ahead. I don't know, I was going to say, like, football in Texas is a real deal. Like, people... People who aren't from Texas wouldn't understand it. They're like, wait, what? You guys shut down the whole town on Friday night? I'm like, what do you mean? It's a big deal. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. And I saw you with uh, Jaquan. Uh, uh, I think I, uh, uh, if I, I, I'm pretty sure that's his name, Jaquan. I, didn't I see you with Jaquan, Terrence? Yeah. Jaquan. 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 Yeah, Jaquan. Right? I knew I was saying it wrong. Jaquan. Hi. Uh, yeah, that's, that's her nephew. Uh, that's right, nephew. That's my, what, right, that's Kendra Moore's uh, 
son and Raven's nephew, obviously my nephew now. Yes, I, you know, Clayton's doing real good in the football. Um, he's, getting, he's being recruited by a lot of people. Uh, Notre Dame, Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, to name a few of the schools that's offering a football scholarship. And I guess for me being a coach and, and obviously a family member now, and obviously having brothers who play in the NFL or and brothers who are in college football, I just try to be a mentor and be, be a mentor for him. You know, if he, if he asks for advice, give it to him. Let him know. But I think uh, – but, yeah, you definitely seen what you're quailing before, man. That's my Good favorite. for you. That That is really good. You're taking all that experience, and, and that's the way you do it. That is the way you do it. Well, listen, uh, I know y'all talked a little bit about the baby, but uh, uh, Raven, just tell us what you, what your goals are for your son. What, what are your goals for the baby? I mean, what would you like to see? Uh, I got an idea what Terrence might say, but <laughs> I'm going to ask you first. Um, I'm going to ask you I first. Go right ahead. As a mom, I really just want him to live a long, healthy, prosperous uh, life with favor. But um, I don't know. I I want him to do and be everything, anything possible that he wants to do. So whether that's being a doctor, lawyer, I could, I could this could go on forever. So honestly, anything that he wants to do in life. I'm, as a mom, I'm going to be there and support him 110%. So I can't, I don't want to put him in a box and be like, I, I really want him to, but I want him to do anything his heart desires. Good for you. Good for you. That is really good. That's that's pretty good. All right, Mr. Terrence, go ahead. You may shock us. What do you, would you like to see your son accomplish? Um, I think the first thing for him to be God fearing like his parents. Um, I think that's the most important thing. I want him to see as well uh, a healthy relationship between man and woman, between his, his father and his mother, especially a, a strong black relationship. Uh, I think that I think that will have a wonders in his work and his life as well. I think as long as he's educated, um, God fearing, and just, let, just being being a man, how how a man's supposed to act in certain situations. You know, let, let him understand that hey. You know, life will happen up and down, but life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond, you know, and just let them know that, hey, that's going to do whatever you want to do, and let them know that mom and dad are going to be here supporting them no matter what, and I think that's the main thing is through his mistakes and through his success as well, mom and dad, no matter what, mom and dad are going to be there for him, and as long as he know that, then that, that's everything to me. But if he does have the talent and the will to be a professional athlete, I'm going to be in the stands turn. Say that again. Say I was laughing at the baby responding to his song. Go ahead. Yeah. Say that. <laughs> you were saying amen. That, that was in the baby talk. In baby language. Okay. We'll take that. We'll take that. I said I said, but if he does end up having the skill and the will to want to play any sport professionally, or if only at the collegiate level, I'm gonna be the biggest cheerleader. Mom and dad, yeah. we both gonna be there with trade jerseys on. Yes, yes, and then out, and uh, you know what? I got a feeling he's gonna, he's got a very good network. I was just looking at y'all's Facebook again when. Uh, if I have somebody on as a guest, 
I like to do a little investigating while really know who I'm talking to and just be more personal. You know, I don't just want to just interview y'all just for the second. I like to get to know you, really. And I must say, I was really impressed by y'all's uh, profile on Facebook. I know Facebook ain't reality all the time, but I was really impressed <laughs> by just what you chose to post, the positive, uh, uh, Terrence, like you were saying, the role models, the, 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 the as y'all call it, the Orr Brothers, right? <laughs> I would, yeah, your brothers and how y'all just seem like a, yeah, the old boys. That's what I meant to say, old boys. There you go. But uh, I was I was just impressed by that. You know, football is just a tool. You still gotta like each other. You still gotta get along with each other. You can like football all you want to as brothers, but if you don't care about each other, y'all won't be able to go as far as you did. You got brothers that plays in the pros. I think your father played it. Didn't your father play pro ball or something? I mean you're being kinda of modest with that. Let us know. Talk to us. <laughs> Just give uh, us yeah, about a three minute God. bio uh, of that. Okay. Uh like I said, uh I I, I was born into a football family. Um my dad uh played NFL for eight years for the Washington Redskins. Um he played college ball at U T. Um, and then it met, it met my mother at UT in college, and, and she was left to play in the NFL, uh, play football professionally. Uh, I'm the oldest of four boys. Um, it's me, Terrence Hoyle II. Uh, after that is Zach Orr, uh, Nico and Crystal. We all went to Soto High School. Um, I was at Soto High School, like we spoke on earlier. It's a powerhouse football team in, in Texas um, as far as, as football concerns, when we had Vaughn Miller, I played along with Vaughn Miller, who won defense MVP last year in the Super Bowl. I played with guys Cyrus Gray, uh, who played for, who played for uh, the Miami Dolphins and Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, the list goes on. Um, but obviously, Zach he went to North Texas um, at a football scholarship. Was blessed to get, he was undrafted by the Baltimore Ravens and played for three years before he had to retire. Um, the reason why he had to retire, um, he had an all-pro year, um, had the best year of his first year starting was his past year, had the best year of his career. Um, the crazy thing about it, it was his contract year, which basically means that, you know, that he ended his contract, and if he performed at a high level, he was going to basically get paid. And he did perform at a high level. He went from undrafted uh, to to making it all-pro. and But he had an injury, and when the doctors checked on it, uh, they found out that his C1, which is which is in his spinal cord, the very very top, was not fully developed. Uh, and the doctor was basically amazed and shocked how he was able to play football for so long without being injured. And come to find out, if he would have hit something or he would have made a tackle a certain way, he could have been paralyzed or would could have been or could have died on the football field. So even though he's not playing obviously right now, he had to he had to retire. Um, it's a blessing this guy. He, that he played football for so long without being seriously injured. Um, and so my next brother, Nick Orr, uh, he's a four-year starter at TCU. He's going to be a senior this year. Um, obviously, he has a he made second team big, all Big 12 uh, this past year. Um, obviously, he had dream admirations and make the NFL as well, so he's working hard. And my baby brother, Chris Orr, who is a redshirt sophomore at Wisconsin, plays linebacker. Uh, so we like I said, we're a football family. One thing I can't say, but my father, you know, my dad did play in the NFL. I can honestly say I never played catch with my dad. My dad never said, hey, let's go in the backyard and play football. Let's, let's train. 
he never forced football upon us. He let he told that young age if y'all want to play this sport, it's going to be up to y'all because my name can't get you in anywhere in life. It's going to be up to your work and, and your and your uh, dedication. And because of that, you know, and I appreciate him when I get as I'm older now, me being a coach, I appreciate my dad That's doing true. that because if if you if you truly passionate about anything in life, not just football, just in accounting or a lawyer, you have to do it yourself. Nobody. No recommendation. Nobody can get you in the. They might get you in the door, but anything you um, So I appreciate my dad for not forcing football upon us. We we love the game. That's why we decided to play. And it sounds like football, football, football. But the reality of it is, there's a whole lot more. I kind of brought this up earlier. There's a whole lot more than football. You know, you got to talk to people. You got to. You know, like right. y'all keep mentioning God, God. You know, people throw right. that name around, God, God, God. But actually, again, I was on y'all Facebook page, and I was I saw Raven when you was at church, and I think I saw more than one right. photo of that. Tell us where you, what church you go to, Raven, and, and just y'all's faith. Tell, talk a little bit about your faith, if you don't mind. How serious are y'all? I mean, is this something that you kind of need? I mean, people kind of talk about God, God, God. This is the Dallas forward area. Everybody's right. supposedly saved. Everybody is saved. Right, right. But really, really talk about that, Raven, for a little bit. Then, Terrence, I want you to pick it back off that question, if you don't mind. Okay, hold on, real quick. Get a phone, real quick. Oh, you can, you can, you can run. Well, well, let her answer that. Then I want you to pick it back, if you don't mind. Alright. I may have you repeat the question. I'm sorry. I'm trying. The baby. I know y'all have the baby. I know y'all have the baby. You mentioned it earlier. And so y'all do what y'all have to. I understand that. We're working around that. But listen, the question was, I saw you, so a couple of, several photos of you at church. Nice church, by the way. Big church. Let everybody know where y'all go in Dallas, where you go, and just a little bit about y'all's faith. And then I want Terrence to answer the same question, please. Um. So we attend. And, 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 and let me... Uh, let me say this. Let me say this because my computer I had a little trouble with my computer, and I wasn't able to get to my questions. I have your questions here. I had all these questions I sent to y'all, and I couldn't find them there for a minute. So darling, been helping me out here, but uh, we'll get on back on track here. So y'all may be asking some questions y'all wasn't <laughs> prepared for. So folks, this is really the real deal right here. Y'all getting it wrong. So go ahead. Your faith, your church. Where do you go to church at? So we attend uh, Antioch Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, where uh, Pastor Carrie D. Wesley is our pastor. Um, our faith, I mean, I'm a firm believer that Christ is the head of my life. I'm grateful for him uh, laying down his life so, so that I can live sin free. Uh, I mean, it. For only living 26 years of life so far, I, I can say that God has shown himself in multiple ways in my life. So um, just for that, for that alone, I, I consider myself blessed and highly favored. I like that. Now, now a lot of people, and I appreciate you saying it. I say that too. As a matter of fact, I open up the show, I think, saying that. But what does that mean to you, uh, Raven, to be blessed and highly favored? And keep in mind, Terrence, we come to you next about your faith, uh, what it means to you. And, again, this this phrase here, uh, what do you mean, blessed and highly favored? Blessed for the simple fact that, that 
the things that I've done in life, the things that I have in life, that there's nowhere that says, oh, you're you're Raven or, or you're Raven Cooper, daughter of Donald Cooper. You deserve this. Everything I received in my life has been a blessing from God. It's nothing that I clap my hands and say abracadabra and it magically appeared. Um, uh, highly favored in the sense that I'm, I'm able to wake up. I'm able to breathe. I have two feet, ten toes. I have a son with two feet, ten toes, two hands. So, I mean, I, I don't know how no bliss I can be. That's important. You know what's funny about that? Uh, I hear people say this sometimes. God woke me up this morning. I sometimes I used to hear these testimonies, and it sounds so simple. I just want to thank God for my life, health, and strength. And I'm thinking, his people across town that's wealthy, and, and these, here we are. This is when I was coming as a kid, just talking about what you just said, uh, Raven, piggybacking off what you just commented on. Ten toes I'm talking about. And I would see these testimonies where people testify about the smallest little thing. I just thank God for making it to church today, and I just want to thank him I'm in my life, for my life, health, and strength. And I say to myself, man, all the things going on in this world, and people, but you know what I've come to realize? Those are the biggest blessings, really. Your health and strength. Try, try, try to not have health and strength. <laughs> you won't be on this planet. <laughs> you know, thanking God for your the activity of your limbs. Now that's the way I testify. Now I want to thank God for the activity of my limbs. I want to thank God for my. Now I sound like that because I realize health is everything. Just ask Steve Jobs, the multi-billionaire. His money couldn't save him. He needed to be able yeah. to say, I thank God for my life, health, and strength, my ten toes, my, you know, all those things you were saying. That was very, very powerful there. I hope that it didn't go over most people's head, but we got to be thankful for every little thing. And all you got to do is have it operated upon one day and not have them. The threat of your toes being taken, leg being taken, you know, my stepfather's now on this planet today because he's missing a, he, you know, got sick and it was his foot that took him out of here. So, yes, we better thank God for the activity of our limbs, amen, all day, every day. Terrence, same question, your faith. Your faith. Why do you believe? Oh, man. Man, I believe because I know where I could have been and I know where I'm at. And I realized at a young age, you know, even though I've been in church most of my life, I had to build a relationship with God for my own self. Um, like Raven said, the fact that I'm alive well means I have purpose. And means that God has purpose for my life. And it's my job to fulfill his purpose, not mine. Uh, one thing that made my faith grow even, even more was this past year when my son was born. And, you know, him, him being my firstborn son, you know, I can't see myself sacrificing my firstborn son for somebody else. And the fact that God did that for me, that means the world to me. You know, I can't sit here and say, you know what, I'm going to let my son die for you because you messed up. I know I messed up daily. And the fact that God sent his son died for me and I still mess up and he still forgives me, man, that, that, that means that, you know, that, that, that's testament to, you know what, if God would do that for me, why can't I give him my time? Why can't I love him for all my heart? Why can't I give him everything I can be? Um... Faith is everything because you don't believe if you don't believe you don't believe in God then how you live it. You know, uh like I said, man, faith is everything to me. You know, I wanna have I want to I wanna have all the stuff for 
I want to be able to do certain things like without God. And I realized that, you know, I'd rather realize that now than for him to tell me and show me that. Um, and so, but like he's answered your question, man, faith is everything, man. Like I said, I, I see where I came from. Um, and, I, and I know that, you know, everything that happens is going to happen forward is in his will, on his purpose. You know, good or bad, he's going to either allow it to happen. And so I'm grateful for that, knowing that he's in control. Now, however, how did your dad feel about that? You know, you're all this, you know, I'm sure that your brothers and stuff, how, how is they faith? I mean, really, because you get in that football world, especially the brothers that made it to the NFL, you know, it's serious money in the NFL. And it's, salvation is thin when the money starts right. flowing. But without, just in two minutes, in two minutes, how is your, the brothers that are doing very, very well for themselves, how is their faith? And more importantly, how did your father feel about what you just said? Or, or how is his faith? Oh, man, his faith is everything. You know, I believe that a family starts at the head, and the head of the household is the man, which is which was my dad, and my own family is me with my son. But uh, he, he led the example of not only being a hero of the word, but doer of, of God's word. You know, and I think it's so important for black men to realize that the effect they have on their children. He, he was able to set the example for me and my brothers along with my mother, um, and we was able to follow in God by, you know, we didn't do nothing special. Uh, we didn't have a secret to success or secret to make the NFL. And the brothers just worked hard and believed in God. And basically, even even my dad, my dad would tell you he didn't plan on making the NFL, you know. But God just blessed him with the opportunity to the advantage of it, along with my brother as well. Like I said, my brother went undrafted, and people say, "Hey, he's not gonna make it," but he did. But um, but overall, though, man. Uh, I don't think that what my brothers have achieved and my dad have achieved changed who they are. They say true to their values. They know that even though God blessed them with this opportunity, it's easy to take it away. And I think them knowing that, that's why they still have faith. That's why they, they don't fall into, fall into temptation or do other things that they need to do because they know God blessed them with it. He can easily take it away. Well, that's, that's a good testimony there. You need to keep telling that. Keep telling that. Well, listen, Miss Raven, we'll switch gears to you. Uh, again, I just want to make a little balance here. I don't, I didn't, you know, I'll just try to. That's what we try to do. We want to get to know both of you because both of y'all are in our family. So let me just say this to Raven. Uh, um, uh, again, uh, your photos are really nice. Those of you family members uh, that had had a chance to click on the link, uh, when you get a chance to click on the link, get to know this family. Also on the Ed and Isabel page, their 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 picture is on the Ed and Isabel page at the very top. Did y'all know that, by the way? Did y'all know that? Say that again. Raven, did you know that on the Ed and Isabel page, that page now has y'all picture the 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 three of y'all on that page. No, I didn't know that. Well, you probably had to check your feed. Well, you check your Facebook because I actually tag you in it. So if you click on the tag, it'll take you to the page. I just wanted y'all to see that. And this is what we do to anybody and everybody we interview. We always put them on the page as well as do the slideshow. So anyway, family, uh, the rest of y'all should know about that. Uh, again, the Ed Nisbell page have their uh, slideshow. More pictures than actually what's on Blog Talk Radio that y'all are looking at when y'all clicked on the show that you got from your cell phone. So hopefully y'all got all that. But anyway, wanted to ask another question to you, Raven. Did you know uh, we talk a lot about Uncle Funny Boy, Funny Boy? I know that was great. Yes, your great, 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 great grandfather. Uh, but did you know him or heard anything about him? Have you heard? I mean, I know probably not much, but have you heard anything about him? Uh, not really, honestly. I, I've heard the name, 
that, that's about it. I know my dad was trying to tell me about him the other day. I was like, so who is Sunny Boy? I talked to Miss Orlean. She said this name, and it sounded familiar, but so he, he started trying to <laughs> tell me about my lineage and my, and my who, who my people are. Yeah, yeah. Now, Darlene, do you know her father at well? A little bit about her father? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I know him. <laughs> yeah. And well, I'm laughing because, you know, when we meet, it's like, hey, cousin, hey, cousin. You know, like that. <laughs> oh, really? Well, that's good. That's good. Again, family, you're listening to the Douglas County Family Friends Network. Folks, those of you on the phone lines, again, we have quite a few on the phone line. Nice little showing. Thank you all for tuning in to listen to these families. Again, Soleil is coming up after we finish up here in a little bit. Um, just want to thank you all, those of you on the phone lines that haven't had a chance to check the chat room. Normally, there's a lot of people in the chat room for some reason. We just kind of like to be a little shy. But definitely on the phone lines, we got a lot of people. And those of you going to be listening to the show after today, after this no longer live. You're going to be listening to the archives. want to thank you for supporting the show. We have done very good with uh, after the show goes off, people clicking on the link. Actually, we're in the thousands now. We have, we're well over thousands and probably, I don't, I'd like to know the total on that. But anyway, so listen, I want to uh, I want to ask a couple more questions. Darling, I'm going to let her go. And I know she has something. I'll ask another question. We'll take a little break, and then we'll come back and ask the final question. So, darling, you have anything for him? If not, I'll ask what I have here for him. Well, um, they haven't told us about anything they do for fun. Good question. Good question. I'm sorry. What was it? What was it? What do you do for fun? Oh, well, I feel like we talked a lot about football. That that has become our new fun, but um, just, just time with the family, really, honestly. So, and unfortunately, I'm being fortunate enough to marry a football family, so, so football is when we get a lot of time with each other. So, but, um, and we also enjoy uh, vacationing. We, we oh, I saw what you had went to the Paris. Yeah, um, I actually, Terrence, he, he didn't get to make that trip, but <laughs> yes, I actually went to Europe. I was there for three weeks, so I uh, started in Barcelona. We went to um, uh, Venice uh, in Milan, uh, then we stopped over in Geneva, landed in uh, Lyon, France, then we went to Paris as well, and then ended up the trip in Amsterdam. Wow, what did you say landed you there? Say that again. What what brought you to to Paris and, and Geneva and all that again? Um, it was Just actually okay. a part part of my MBA program. So we oh. to study business in, in another country. That that's something we we took on. So we traveled to Europe. Well, that's good. It's, uh, that I love to see people travel. That's one of my favorite. That probably is. Yeah, you know, that's got to be one of my favorite things to do in this life is travel. It's different perspective. America is just one thought, as I tell people. One thought. America is one thought. The way they look at everything, Americans, is just one thought in the mind of thousands. There's a whole new perspective to look at God, to look at us as a people, to look at just everything. Everything. So, yes, yes, yes. Travel, travel, travel. Well, I want to just ask you this. Uh, same question.
question to you, Mr. Terrence. Other than football, we'll just say it like that. Other than football, Terrence, what do you like? What what, what do Mr. Or, uh, Terrence or the second like outside of football? This is going to be interesting. Uh, well, uh, I guess one of my favorite hobbies to do besides obviously watching football and coaching football is well, working out. I love working out. I think that, you know, you have to be not only spiritually, mentally ready, but in shape, but obviously physically in shape as well. Um, I love having spent time with my family. Like I said, I'm a family-oriented guy. We can play bowling or go to movies. I love that. You know, me and Raven, I like taking Raven's on dates. You know, I try to surprise her. Uh, obviously, once once a month or once a week, uh, do something that we haven't done before. And we also also like vacation as well. I love vacation. I mean, anytime anytime you get privacy. You know, just spend time with your wife. I think that's the best time. I see. I see. I see. Well, I just, again, can't thank y'all enough for, uh, uh, got a, a couple more questions. But before I do that, I want to do a few things. Um, before I, we ask these final questions, I just want to take a little short break here. But I just want to say, want to thank y'all for coming on. I really, really mean that. Um, it's been a blessing. And, uh and uh, you're just sharing with you the Sunny Boy side of the family. At one point, we didn't have any interviews, and then we got uh, a couple. Now this is going to be our third one. So Uncle Sunny Boy is in the house, and Raven, uh, kind of putting you on the spot a little bit. You, you, you would it would it would tell her, darling. It would be a blessing to find out about your great great grandfather. Am I right, darling? Yes, it's, that's true. That's true, and hopefully, like, hopefully yeah. you all will make the family reunion and be able to learn a little bit more. That, that's definitely a plan, especially with it but, being right up the street in Austin, Texas. So we definitely don't mind making that drive. Okay, great, great. Um, you grew up in uh, Lincoln, right? Yes, ma'am. Uh, we ca- we consider it dope springs, but yes, yes, ma'am. Okay, Technically, okay. it's leaking. <laughs> okay, so it's like um, Mount Zion area. Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay. Well, folks, I'm enjoying this. Uh, hopefully, everyone else is enjoying this as well. We'll take a break. And again, family, if you're on the phone lines, again, we got a lot of area codes. I'm looking at I'm not going to name them all, but very def- definitely all over. I mean, all over. Some of these are California numbers, Texas numbers. I see a little bit of everything. Uh, family, really appreciate y'all supporting this young couple. And uh, they're doing a very good job letting us know, inviting us into their world, talking about their baby boy, their, their beliefs, everything. We, I'm really, really, really enjoying this. And uh, <laughs> I knew they would have something to say. I knew they would be about something. So let's take a little short break. I'll get something to drink, and folks will be right back. And I've got a couple more questions, just a few more questions, and then we'll just bring on the one and only, uh, hopefully, Linda. I don't know if it's going to be Linda Charles, but uh, one of them or both of them, as well as Miss Soleil is in the house. They're in the house, and they'll be coming up shortly. Again, thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll be right back. Right back. Take a little short break.
Christian Women's and Happy Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burke with the Christian Women's E-Courager. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen well to my words of insight. Proverbs 5.1 Pay attention to the wise and discerning around you. They have perspective that penetrates your bias and blind spots. If you ignore their admonishments, you may miss God's best or at worst, spend a long time recovering from a raw deal. Wisdom is a watchman that keeps us from entering into unfit relationships. Beware of those who only want you for their own needs with no regard for the needs of others. Pay attention so you will not be sucked into a situation that requires prolonged effort down an unproductive path. Cut your losses quickly. Leave the consequences in God's hands. For example, Say no to an opportunity that does not seem right, even if the promised results are positive. Pay attention to wise counsel so you will not worry later whether you did the right thing. You maintain discretion and preserve knowledge as you take time to learn and listen. Above all else, pay attention to the promptings of the Holy Spirit who is at home in your heart and mind. He is the Almighty's ambassador in charge of leading you to the way of wisdom. Therefore, watch for his confirmation of right and his conviction of wrong. Pay attention because the Holy Spirit waters wisdom with insight and understanding. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance encouraging moment. Be blessed and be encouraged. Okay, folks, and we are back. Again, you listen to the Douglas County Family Fans Network. We're wrapping up things with the one and only Terrence and Raven Orr. And um, enjoying the interview. Hopefully you are. And uh, shortly we'll be coming up um, 
definitely um, the West is and will be in the house. They are already in the house, and so we're bringing them, be bringing them on shortly. All right. So, darling, your line is open. Uh, the oars, your line is open. Uh, darling, what's your last question you have for either one of them? And I'll give my last, and we'll wrap this up. Okay. Um, who in your life would you like to thank, thank for supporting you? Well, That's to both of y'all. Okay. Go I ahead, Raven. I could probably do a lot of speaking for the both of us. I mean, first we'd like to thank our parents, thank the man, the man above, thanking God. Um, grateful for um, not only our parents but our, our grandparents as well. So thankful for <laughs> my grandmother, Thelma, and my great grandfather who who I hadn't personally had the chance of meeting in life but just to be a part of this great family so I, I'm definitely grateful for all of this I think overall we're just grateful for a great uh, family support system obviously you can tell both sides of our families um, it has greatly affected us um, and so like I said besides God we, think we greatly appreciate our family for the support great great well, that 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 is that's a that's a, a great answer. And my last question for the both of you is my final question to you is this: You got family listening in fifteen states, probably more, but for sure fifteen we know of, and uh, they are hearing you for the first time. There's quite a few I'm hearing you now, but the hundreds, and it'll be hundreds by this time next week. That's what we've been averaging. What you got to say to them, parents, as far as who you are, not so much who you are, because we've covered that, but what is your final um, words to the family at large, and then, Raven, you can finish it after he's done. Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you for this opportunity uh, to share our story with, with, with family. Um, I feel like we're doing a great job of connecting, not only across the states, but just Connect as family. Uh, one thing that we we know is that friends come and go, but family stays forever. Um, I think now, especially if you're out 17, it's important that we stick together um, and show each other love. Uh, we have, everybody have their ups and downs, uh, but at the same time, we can't let that separate family. Um, I, I was like you just heard our last our last answer to the question before previous question is that family support is the reason why. Me, me and my wife were able to achieve uh, certain goals that we have in our life. Um, I think we continue to have family support like we're doing right now. Everything's going to be everything's going to be great. Good deal, good deal, good deal. And Miss Raven, good deal. I mean, it, it, that's kind of hard to follow up. He, he basically said what was in my head. That's why I was one. But um, my parting words to the family is that let's keep this going. Let's stay connected. So to all my family, both near and far, um, let's stay connected. You can find me on Facebook, Raven Orr. I'm on Snapchat and Twitter. I don't know my handles right now, but if you add me on Facebook, I can get you all that information. But like I said, let's, let's come to these reunions that we're having. Let's stay connected. If any of you guys are ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, 
um, let's let's meet up. Let's uh, keep the connection going. Perfectly put. Perfectly put. Well, listen, thank you all yeah. again. I'm going to go ahead and meet you live for now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll be in touch either through Facebook, like you said, Raven, or email, text, whatever. So uh, this is just the beginning, all right? All right. Thank you, family. All right. Thank you for and coming. And... Uh, you can't get no better than that. A uh, young couple, 26, uh, around that age bracket for both of them, and just enjoying life, enjoying their new baby. Uh, darling, good interview, right? Yes, I knew it would be. <laughs> well, I want to apologize because we went over a little bit. We went over a little bit. We went over a little bit. I wanted to have on Salatum a whole lot earlier, but I don't like to always rush things, but, uh, you know, we just kind of let it flow. But so, just so everybody know, uh, we did a wonderful show with Celeste, uh, with Soleil and Linda and Charles earlier in the year, and uh, actually last year. And so they was this is this is I invited them to come on and just kind of say hello, update us on what's going on. This is not like a formal interview as it was with the uh, previous couple there. So. They're in the house. I'm going to bring my way down and know what's going on with Celeste. Uh, I don't know why I keep saying Celeste. I'm getting her mixed up with my niece. But Soleil, that's the way you pronounce it, Soleil, like you slay somebody. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and put a little music on here. And uh, again, we interviewed them already, and they're just stopping by. Say hi. And uh, just kind of let us know what's going on. That's all. Darling, you remember the interview, right? I do. That's all it is, folks. That's all it is, family. Just an update. And so it's not quite a full interview. But anyway, let's do this. Let's not waste another minute. Go to the phone lines. And let's see here. Well, did we lose them? Hold on. It was just there for sure. Linda, Charles, if you're in the house, press one. I just had him on, for sure, for sure. Okay, here we go, here we go. No, it's switch phone numbers. Okay, Erico 408, 489. Is this Linda or Charles? Go ahead. This is Linda. Hey, Hi, Linda. Miss West, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing great. Hopefully we didn't bring you on too late. I was just uh, trying to just juice, get all the juice we could out of that, 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 that happy family that was on earlier. And we're so happy that y'all chose to stop by and give us an update on what's happening, not just with yourself, but with the one and only Soleil. So how are y'all doing tonight? Who else on the line do we have? Um, we have everybody. It's myself, it's Charles, and it's Soleil. All right. Well, hello to the family. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> well, before we, before Soleil, uh get on and take over the show, so to speak, uh, not take over the show, but we put the spotlight on her. Want to know how Linda is doing and how Charles is doing and how the other kids are doing. Uh, it's just your family in general is what I'm saying. How is everybody doing? And I'll let you start. I'll let you go first, Miss Linda. Um, everything is going great. We just got back from L.A., arrived to Sacramento 
this afternoon, only to find out we have another audition out in L.A., so we got to pack it back up and head back out. So, <laughs> so it's, wow. it's just Wow. Do you like that kind of an interruption? I think that's a good interruption. What do you think? I'm, I'm always ready for it. I know I never make any solid plans because anything can happen at any moment, so we're always ready. Wow, and you self-employed anyway, so you can, you got it like that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Charles West, you in the house? Yep. Yes, sir, I am here. <laughs> well, how's it going? Long time no hear from. Yes, sir. Glad to be on and glad to hear your voice, man. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, and uh, we really remember that, that that previous interview. And for those listening, again, um, we've done this show, and there all of their pictures, the slideshow, is on the Ed Nisbell page. Those of you that want to see, because some people just call this phone number every two weeks, y'all. They don't they don't get any texts or anything. They just chose to call the phone number, so they don't they didn't get all of the the the, 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 the little slideshow I sent out earlier. And also, while we had it, Linda, can you tell? everybody how they can support Soleil. I don't want to forget this part of the show. Let them know. Uh, we normally just at the end, the very end, but I just want you to go ahead and get out there. Well, I don't have to be thinking about it. How can they support Soleil? Okay. Well, she is definitely on social media. So you can find her. I'll give you her handle first because it's the same for all her social media. It's Soleil West, spelled C-E-L-A-I-W-E-S-T. So she is on Facebook, she's on Instagram, she's on Twitter, she's on Tumblr, and she's on YouTube. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very good photos, I might add. And I guess if you're in the modeling world, your photos are supposed to be A1, A1. Well, I, again, appreciate y'all coming on. Appreciate y'all coming on. And, I, again, we're about to turn the mic over to Soleil, but before I do, I just wanted to find a little bit about the family. Now, you have other kids, right? Yes, we have a bunch of other kids. <laughs> well, tell us what's going on with the other kids, a bunch of other kids. <laughs> okay, so we have, let's see, a 22-year-old, a 21-year-old, a 20-year-old, a 15-year-old. So is now nine years old, and then, of course, we have a three-year-old dog. She <laughs> 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 hates when I mention her. She's always like, I am not the baby. The dog is the baby. So we have um, Zakia, the 22-year-old. She will be graduating from Howard in May. So um, getting the family ready to go out and attend her graduation. Um, Jamal is <clears throat> a junior at Howard as well. So we'll be able to see him. He has one more year before he graduates. Um, our 21-year-old, okay. Zaina, she's in San Jose. She's going to what college again? and working full time. Did you say the name again? Zaina. Dana, okay. Okay. Yeah, Z-E-N-A, Zaina. She's 21, going Zaina. to school and working full-time. Then we have two, well, nope, we have a 16-year-old. Um, her name is Zuri. She's in San Jose as well. Deja is 15 years old. And then we have Soleil. She just turned nine, like, last week. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, you you guys, uh, wow, y'all are really, really busy. Wow, wow. Well, let me ask Charles, you remember, I remember last time you was on, y'all had some serious uh, 
serious uh, conversation there about the spiritual or about God. How is that going? Uh, it's going well. Um, that's still definitely uh, my number one um, job while Linda and Soleil are out doing what they are doing is to make sure I keep my eye on God and make sure he keeps on talking to me and doing my part and giving me things and just keeping in contact with him constantly to uh, make sure we stay grounded and not let anything distract us, whether good or bad, because everything is going by what he does and what he says anyway. So I take that as all good anyway. So I'm just trying to stay grounded in him and make sure our family stays grounded in him as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I like to, you know, always include that because I, I'm just a firm believer. All this material stuff is fleeting and temporary. You can see it, taste, touch, and smell it. It's temporary. We are spirits having an experience in this car or this vehicle we call a body. Well, 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 let's go ahead and switch gears and bring on the one and only Miss Soleil. Uh, let's do that before. How are you doing, Miss Soleil? I'm good. Um, a bit tired, but um, we had a long way for the drive. It was very tiring. I did not sleep because I had a bit too much candy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure your energy level is up to whatever the task is, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear your voice, little lady. Good to hear your voice, and it's also good to see these, uh, kind of looking through these photos, it's also good to see you doing your thing, doing your thing. Before I ask you all these little questions I got, I'm going I'm to let Darlene, your other cousin, see if she have any questions for you, because I want to know about you walking this runway, and what are you thinking when you doing all that turning and looking, and I would love to know what is on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you, she, she, you th- so you think that's funny, huh? Well, go Maybe. ahead and appease me. Go ahead. What was that? Maybe. <laughs> so, so, so go ahead and tell me. The last time you was on the runway, and you made that little twist and turn, what do you be thinking to those? What do you be thinking in your mind? Just let us know that. Hold on, folks, folks, folks. It's this stupid blog talk radio. It does it every once in a while. But back to you, Soleil. When you're walking the runway, you know that long walk, and I guess, what do they call it, Linda, the cat? Well, what do they call it? I don't want to say the wrong thing. What do they call the walk in the model term? Um, catwalk. Catwalk, I got it right. So when you're doing your catwalk, what are you thinking? Now, I know this question is, go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking, keep my my head straight, no looking to the side, do what my mom told me to do, and it's usually okay if I forget a little part, and um, just. Keep calm, don't freak out, even though it's usually my first time doing everything, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do a good job. Let me tell you, let your cousin tell you, you do a good job. I mean, you look like a professional. 
And I think the crowd thinks so, too, by the way they respond. I get a chance to look at your videos from here and there, and they really like what you're doing. So, darling, what do you have to talk to, say, to this little young sensation? What do you have to say to her? Well, um, I saw her outside with a guy teaching you or giving you some more tips how to walk. Did you enjoy that? Yes, I love that. That was, like, the best time of my life. We got to, well, we oh. didn't get to see the Hollywood side, but we just got to see uh, a blurry side of it. <laughs> it was a bit blurry from my view. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. I, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. I got to learn some new moves that I may use. Maybe. No. Really? <laughs> really? Yep. Okay, okay. Well, listen, let me ask you this. What is your, what's, what's school like for you? Oh. I'm sorry, what's what? What's school like for you, Slay? I mean, what is school oh, like?
you have to finish all of the 100 word problems and then you can go on to the next number like saying if I was on my side for multiplication then I finish it on Friday then on Monday for math then we I I go on my six for multiplication wow and then we get to 11 not 1110 <laughs> yep okay <laughs> Okay. Uh, Miss Darling, what you got for this little uh, lady here? <laughs> um, who is your, who are you homeschooled by? Your mom? Yes, my mother. She, she lives with me. Well, not lives with me. Well, when we were in L.A., she um, lived with me. Not my dad, not my sister, not, not one sibling, just my mom. Oh, yep. okay, okay. So, so Linda, Linda, uh, how do you feel about the whole homeschooling? I mean, I know it's a bit much. You kind of hit into that, mentioned that earlier, but I mean, is there time? Do you do it every day or three times a week, or how often do you do it? Um, we it was pretty flexible. I would say about three times a week. Personally, I'm not a fan of homeschooling because I feel like um, <clears throat> I feel like I know what my kids know, and when they try and act like they don't know something, then I immediately get annoyed. <laughs> so oh. my you know, when she asks a question, then I know she knows, and it's like, seriously, this is what we're doing now? <laughs> so I would oh. get a little annoyed. But I also felt like you really have to be on top of your time management, and that's definitely one of my struggles. Um, I can definitely lose lots of hours in a day just managing her social media. There's just so many comments to respond to, questions, private messages with questions, and there's the the behind-the-scenes stuff that I have to do. So then adding on giving her homework and explaining it to her and correcting it and keeping her on track was just a lot more than I had anticipated. Wow. Wow. Now, Mr. Charles, do you ever get a piece of that? I mean, do do, do you ever kind of like, I mean, I'm sure you do other things, but you ever get into this homeschooling at all or you leave it to Linda or what? I leave it to Linda. I <laughs> stay far away from that. Um, I stay away. <laughs> I, very good answer, sir. Very good answer. Short and to the point. Well, I I, um, I must admit, uh, it, it, I don't think I know of another child model. I know a lot of, I know a few parents that have their kids in modeling, but not on this level. And I would assume, Linda, this is almost like, even if Slay was a teenager, you probably would be working just the same, right? If she was a teenage oh, model, you'd be, you'd be working exactly the same amount of hours, right? Absolutely. And it's not just modeling. She's doing acting, too. So we do lots of auditions. Then they're like self-tape auditions because they're on the East Coast. So we have to learn the script. I have to record it. I have to format it a certain way, and then I have to send it back. Um, wow. So, yeah, it'll easily take us two days to do a self-tape because the first day she's studying the script and the second day we're recording. But after so many, because I think she was doing about one a week, 
um, <clears throat> plus her physical auditions that she would actually have to go to. Um, so we kind of got a pretty good hang of it to where we can bust them out pretty easy now because she's gotten more experience doing them. So, so that was good. Wow, wow, wow. Well, um, I've kind of hit this earlier, Soleil, a little bit, but I want you to, to, to answer this question. Outside of modeling, what do you like? You mentioned math, but outside of modeling, when you're not modeling, what does Soleil like? Mm, I, I like to color because when I grow up, I want to have my own shop, so... I mostly like want to color, but then I have to do schoolwork and everything else. And um, usually schoolwork is what I usually do outside of modeling. And um, sometimes activities, playing with friends, and usually, um, and usually just doing random stuff, just things that I don't want. Things that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, oh, so, we, so Soleil is not really, she looks like a kid. She's not really a kid. We kind of laugh about this. We call it an old soul. My older two kids are the same. So I called myself taking her to a museum last week, and she was looking okay. at me. It was a children's museum. And the whole time, I'm like, so like go over there and play with that, go climb on that, and she's like, "But why?" <laughs> so that was her response the whole day, and I figured I would try and force her to get out and be a little kid, and it really worked so well. <laughs> wow, wow! Well, you know, a lot of kids that are raised around adults, uh, a lot of kids that are raised around adults. There are some kids that. Absolutely, everybody around them is over 40 or something, and there they are, five, six years old, and they kind of pick that up. So it's not unheard of, actually, and uh, very interesting, very interesting. Well, darling, you have anything before I ask my next question? I don't want to ask all the questions because normally I'll just keep going, keep going, keep going. Any got anything? <laughs> did, um, did you keep up with your friends from your the school you used to go to? Um, yes, because I have a phone. I usually text her, but now I really can't because she has to do schoolwork, and now that they get out at four, then um, I can only talk to her for a while. But usually I would talk to her on the on Wednesdays because they have early at Wednesdays they get off on at two thirty, and then I also have another friend. Her name is Jordan. She is also a model, and she is a really good friend of mine. We've met, we've been friends for a couple of years. Well, not long, but long enough to be BFF, and. We, we saw her yesterday because we were in LA and we went to Dave and Buster's. That's why I ate so many can so much candy. And, <laughs> and then I will see her tomorrow at the audition. Okay. Really? <laughs> really? Okay. Now, did you get a chance to go to New York? 
Yes, I did. We are going back in no, wait. Yeah. We are going back in September, and then and then we did New York Fashion Week in Madison Square Garden in New York in February. Uh-huh. Feb- yeah, and it was really fun. I got to see some friends, and also I made a friend. She is the designer's daughter. She's really nice. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Designer's yeah. daughter. How about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this, uh, Mr. Charles. I want to ask you a question. What do you? I'm gonna ask the four of y'all, the three of y'all, this question. And I guess we can do it about two or three minutes each, something like that. What do you like about the modeling? What do you like the most about your daughter's modeling? Give me three things. Well, actually, it brings out confidence, where they're not shy in their own skin. They're being who they want to be, and um, it's really important with, you know, our our kids nowadays to make sure they are comfortable with who they are, no matter what they may hear from someone else. And I think modeling brings that out when people are talking to them and dressing them up, and you want to make kids feel good about themselves, and I think that's really what is really standing out to me, where she's becoming confident in herself at a young age, like Linda mentioned, that she's an old soul, and that's really what she is, and we've all met people who are old souls. I haven't done, I haven't met anyone like Soleil in a long time. I met kids like her but when I was younger, but not in this age I am at now, and just looking at her the way she is, it's a blessing to see how she has confidence in herself. And also, it brings out the um, unselfishness out of kids as well. And that's what she has, and that's what I love. And she's caring about other kids. She's caring how they feel about themselves. And she helps them become confident in themselves by becoming friends oh, really? with them and then becoming confident in themselves as well. Really? That's pretty interesting. Well, same question to you, Linda. What's, give me three things you love about your daughter modeling? Um, <clears throat> well, actually, I feel like Soleil is who she is already. I feel like she already had the confidence um, before she got into modeling. She absolutely loved her hair. Before she got into modeling, I just feel that modeling gave her a much bigger platform for her to be herself and through being herself, um, She's kind of earned quite a bit of following of other kids who may have felt, um, like Charles said, um, didn't like their hair, didn't like their brown skin, weren't comfortable with certain things, but then they see this little brown girl with this big wild hair, and they're like, well, if she can love it, I guess I can love it. Um, yes, yes. So, so again, I, I feel like everything that she was already was who she was. I just think that modeling gave her a much bigger platform to, to kind of show that off. So I do love that um, she's given a bigger platform, not for herself, but to um, become a role model for other little brown girls um, to look up to. Um, the other thing I, I like about modeling is the friends and the people that we meet along the way. Yes, we do come across the crazies. It, it, it doesn't matter if your kid is in swimming In basketball, it doesn't matter. There's always those crazy parents or kids that are going to be around. But I think that we've genuinely met 
a great group of parents and and friends for Soleil that are going to be lifetime friends. So I know that was only two, but those are like the main one. Oh, I guess the third one is um, travel, that she's given the opportunity to travel just from doing what she loves. And that's by being herself, loving herself, loving how different she is. Um, and that alone has just given her the ability to travel. And so I think that's always a blessing. It's always um, parents' desire for the kids to go and see the world. And when you're able to work and see the world at the same time, then it's a double blessing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you're right about that. Okay, Miss Soleil, same question. What's three things you love about modeling? You don't mention a few things, but officially, give us your three, the top three. You love about modeling. Um, the thing that, one of the things that I love about modeling is that usually every time I do it, I make a new friend every single time. Well, not always. <laughs> Who was the last friend you met? Who was the last friend you 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 uh, met? Uh, uh, we met this girl named Heather. Heather, and left with us, but not for a long time because we were in LA. She lives not like farther, like where we are now. <laughs> and um, it. And my last thing that I love about modeling is that I can be myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want to ask you a question, and Linda and Charles, I want y'all to kind of monitor this question. Y'all can skip it if you want, but it's pretty simple. It's pretty easy. It's pretty. It's not nothing deep. But I know y'all run up against people like little white pretty girls, just like Soleil, think they're pretty, you know, uh, how do, Soleil, how do you, or Linda, how do y'all, this is a question to all y'all, any one of y'all can choose who to answer, all y'all can answer, how do y'all do with racism, I know you run into it, I mean, uh, just, do anybody ever think that they're prettier, my daughter's prettier, or, uh, how do y'all deal with that? I can imagine, I've heard, let me tell you why I asked that question. I asked that question because in the modeling world, I hear sometimes in the locker room, you know, you have to be confident. These girls have to be confident. Got all these people looking at you. And how do you keep, because Soleil seems to have a a really good self-esteem, and I really appreciate that. In terms of as far as how she looks, she's confident. And I guess what I'm saying is I know so many little girls that's not confident, little boys that's not confident in light of racism. What do y'all do about that? What do you tell your daughter? Or, or you may let Soleil speak on this. Please. Um, <clears throat> yes, we have experienced our fair share. It's not, it's always a subtle undertone. It's never blatant. It's never in your face. We don't want you because you're a brown girl. But we've, we've seen uh, lots of photographers who don't have any brown girls in their portfolio. And then when I reach out, they'll have a whole in-depth conversation. And the second I send them an image of Soleil and they realize, you know, she's a brown girl, it kind of goes quiet and they don't want to contact us anymore. Um, We've dealt with um, runway designers not wanting to work with Soleil because 
there's this huge trend where a lot of the girls are doing what they call an urban runway walk where it's really big and really flamboyant and they're like walking down the runway and flailing the arms and all these spins and it's like not the typical runway. And so they automatically look at Soleil and say no because she's probably an urban runway walker. Um, we've had I've, What I've told her, and, and I tried to bite my tongue for as long as I could because I always shelter her from all these experiences that I experienced. But I did recently have to tell her that, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of no's that she gets strictly because of the color of her skin. There, There is no you walk in the same room and you deliver the same exact performance as the girl next to you who happens to be white because they're always going to go for the white girl. You have to work twice as hard and be twice as good for the same recognition. Um, wow. Even with runway it's like a lot of these girls in LA they feel like like they're on top of the world and the only way that Soleil could pretty much compete with them is and and they believe me they don't know how to walk but because it's a group and it's a clique it's almost <laughs> like Soleil would almost have to walk internationally just to be compared on the same playing field as some of these girls. So you almost have to do twice as much just to get the same, compared the same. So I I do tell her, you do have to work harder when it's time for runway and we have to, you know, practice your walk. We have to practice. You cannot just be a little bit better. You have to be leaps and bounds better just to get let me ask you this, Linda, uh, and uh, do you want, I want you to answer this so you can have Soleil answer. I'll let you pick you tomorrow. You are, you and Charles can decide on this one. How does Soleil feel about that? How do you, how does Soleil feel about that? How do you feel about what I just said? Um, about you having to work harder than, I, than like, it would be harder for you to get a job than a little blonde-haired girl? Uh, I think that's fine with me because that, actually, Actually, um, makes me better. Actually, makes me better, and I could get on a higher level, higher level than I'm already on, so that I don't go lower. I go higher. <laughs> oh, because you work harder. Yeah. Okay. Good question. My goodness. Now I hear the old lady and Linda and Charles. I hear the uh, maturity. I hear the old soul, as y'all call it. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. That was good. It shows up. Oh, we're going to ask you a couple more. We're going to wrap this show up. I'm not going to hold y'all. We're wrapping up here. Probably, I'll go to wrap up in less than 10 minutes here. We won't hold y'all longer. Uh, darling, you got a thing for Soleil or Charles or Linda? Hmm. 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 No, not really. I'm looking forward to seeing more videos of that. Yes, 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 absolutely. Well, I, I, if you think of something, let me know, darling. I do have, um, I want to take a little short break, a little short break, because uh, I'm trying to get my computer to re- act, act like it's got some sense in this movie a little slow. But I want to I wanna take a little break, and then we'll come back and uh, wrap the show up. But I am really, really enjoying, Soleil has really grew up. When you say, darling, I mean, really, really oh, grew yeah. up. Yes. I love the answers. 
and and Charles, you and Linda should be commended for just 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 allowing and just teaching her and training her. You know what I say? Same thing about the previous couple. It ain't just football. It ain't just modeling. These are tools, and you can use these tools to train up your child around this modeling. You know, because you got, got the racism, and then of course you know, uh, Charles, we have the spirituality around the modeling. You know, the modeling is not the the the, the center. It's just a tool. <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying? Who knows what Soleil may wind up being that movie star, Linda, you know, that you talked about. Mm-hmm. It's just That's a possible. tool. It's just, yes, it's just a tool. Well, folks, let's take a little short break, and uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to reboot my computer. I'm going to ask that, uh, just a couple of final questions here, if y'all don't mind. Uh, everybody cool with the break, a quick break? Darling, you cool with the quick break? Yes. Linda, Charles, Soleil? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right, folks. All right, we'll be right back. And just give give us about about a minute or so. We'll be right back, folks. dramatic walk <laughs> to the microphone. Hey, Black Joe, by Kelsey Collin. Hey, Black Joe, do you know who you are? Who you really are? Do you know you can be what you want to be if you try to be what you can be? Hey, Black Joe, do you know where you're going? Where you're really going? Do you know you can learn what you want to learn? If you try to learn what you can learn? Hey, Black Chow, do you know you are strong? I mean, really strong. Do you know you can do what you want to do? If you try to do what you can do? Hey, Black Chow, be what you can be. Learn you must learn. Do what you can do, and tomorrow your nation will be what you want it to be. I saw that clip there and thought about Slay being a young girl. I think it's the only clip I probably have of a young girl. And I just and I like her. I like that message she's saying. I kind of got that same message from Slay tonight. And uh, do what you can do. All right, Eric Code four eight uh, four eight nine. Uh, Charles and Linda, your line is open. Darlene, 
Area code five one two nine two two. Your line is open again, family. Still on the line. Strong, strong, strong. Uh, anybody have questions or comment? Press one on the phone line for Slay or Linda or Charles. Let us know. What did y'all think of that that little poem there, uh, uh, Slay? What did you think of that poem? Uh, uh, I really liked it. He really sounded familiar, like one of my friends that live in Atlanta. But I definitely know it's not her. But I really liked it. <laughs> really? Well, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that that that. I'm glad you like that. Um, we just. I just love that message. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Well, listen, listen. Uh, I just want to thank y'all again for taking the time out of your busy schedule, busy couple here, busy, busy child here. <laughs> I just really appreciate y'all stopping by, updating the family on what's going on. No telling what the future holds for Charles, Linda, or Soleil. And uh, we just like to kind of just, y'all can keep us posted, just like with all of the family. We want to know what's going on with our family. And that's why we have this blog show. So uh, I think y'all and Bubba Jack is the only one that's come on twice. So I thank y'all for coming on for a second time and just updating us. And Linda already let everybody know, those of you that tuned in a little later on and you didn't get it, uh, just remember you can rewind this show and listen and see how to support Soleil, how to support Soleil, for sure, for sure. Uh, and also, don't forget about the about the ores that was on earlier. They uh, also left their information. I'm talking to those people that came in, and came in a little late. But... Anyway, I'm going to wrap up this show by asking y'all a final question. I want to make sure my computer was working. That's why I picked a little break. Hopefully y'all didn't mind that. But Linda, Charles, and Soleil, I want y'all to just, what do you see? I'll start with Charles. Charles, what do you see? What do you hope uh, for the future for not just Soleil, but what do you hope for your kids? What do you want to see? Fast forward, fast forward 10 years from now, what is Soleil doing? What is all of your kids doing? Jamal, everybody, what do you, what do you see them doing? Zaina, what do you see them doing? I see them definitely um, pursuing their dreams because that's what we've taught them. And uh, what they're doing now is what they're going to be getting into as far as their college careers, uh, their degrees they're getting. And they're, they're about helping people. And that's one thing we can say about all the kids that actually just came to me right now. Um, I never really thought about it. Actually, they are helping people become better. And that, that's something I didn't really realize until right now. Um, and really? In any fashion or form, um, it's just really important that they perceive what we have to another level from where we are to a greater level where we want everyone wants their kids to surpass them. And I think they're definitely on the way to, to do that right now. And I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Well you should be thankful. You're blessed. Not just because of Slay or because you got some more your kid at Howard or it's not all that. It's again it's ain't it's not the material stuff, you know, I know y'all know this. I'm not teaching y'all nothing. Neither am I trying. I'm just reminding everybody it so much is not about that. These are just tools that God has blessed to lay with and us with to use. Really, it's all about promoting Him in the earth. But Linda, I'll switch. Well, let me go to Linda. Yeah, same question. Um, 
I see I I whatever gift that God has given each of them, I feel that that would be their key to happiness. If they were to actually go and work in their gift, then then they would actually um be able to achieve happiness. It's not always about how much money they make, it's not about um, what material things they have, we said, but it's it's about using the gifts that God give, that God gave you to shine the light back on Him. And if they can continue to do that, and the reason why I say continue because, again, like Charles said, that's what we taught them to do: figure out what your gifts are in life and operate your gifts. If you can find a way to use those gifts to bring the glory all the way back to Him, you don't ever have to worry about. Anything. Ever like everything will be taken care of. You'll be happy. You'll be set. You'll have everything that you need, and and at the end of the day, you'll be working to create a legacy for your family. Very well put. I like how you spent it all the way back to the glory of the Father. I like that. Well, Miss Soleil, same question. Same question. What do you see in 10 years, Soleil? I know your little girl, you may not even think about 10 years, but I like to ask that question periodically to kids. What do you see in 10 years? I'm sure you had dreams as a little girl, you know, sometime when you're just sitting and thinking, uh, what do you see as a big girl in your dreams? How do you, what, what, are you, what are you doing in your dreams? What do you see yourself doing? Um, I think in, in 10 years, I want... To be able to get my, um, be able to go to a good college and be able to learn as much as my brain could fit in, <laughs> and um, and to follow my dreams, like um, what I said, um, make my own shop, design shop. Wow. That's why I like to as much as I like to model. So when she says design shop, she's talking about a fashion designer, like to have her own boutique. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's very impressive. But y'all, by the way, we lost Darlene. You know, it's after 10. Once you lose somebody, they can't call back. Well, listen, I want to wrap up the show. I want to wrap up the show and just ask y'all for last words. And uh, that'll be it. It'll be a wrap again. Thank y'all for coming on. Uh, and I just thank y'all for doing such a good job with your daughter. I mean, you know, outside of the Douglas Kennedy family, just as black people, just as African Americans out here doing some good hard work, Linda. As you say, I can only imagine what you go through being a, a stay at homeschooling. I, I like it. You say she didn't care for it, but uh, I wish I had the energy to have done my kids that way. I really do. I really do. Public school is just. It's not all it cranks to be needed. It's private school. That homeschooling is the best. You're doing the best thing you can, trust me. So I applaud you for that. But I want to have last words. And what I would want to do is go in the same order. Uh, we'll go with Charles. Last words to the family. Listening to 15 states. They'll be listening tomorrow. Probably about this time next week. Maybe well over 400 or a couple of hundred. Never know. With, you know, as low as 200, as high as 400 by this time next week. We'll have listened to this show. So what do you have to say to them? Follow your dreams, listen to God's whisper to you, and believe in yourself, and allow your kids to be who they are, and allow their gifts to come out, and don't smother them, and follow your dreams as well, 
and just be who you're supposed to be in God's word. Amen. Good point. Good point. Good point. Uh, it's going to be hard to follow, but Linda, final words to the family. <laughs> final words to the family is, yeah, you, you have to help your kids identify their gifts in this world. Um, that's, that's the one thing that's exclusive to us. You have to help them identify what that is um, and help them walk in that um, gift. Um, final words also, be sure to follow Slay. Like her Facebook page, follow on Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, follow her on Twitter, Tumblr, whatever, you know, um, and make sure that when you do stop by, drop a line or something because we do respond. It's not like we just, they just sit there. We will respond. So if you have any questions, anything, we're more than happy to help you out. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Didn't know how you would do it, but that was a good follow-up. All right, Miss Soleil, last words. Today I'm going to meet the, meet y'all and we'll wrap this show up. What is the last final words you have to the family, Soleil? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And um, that everyone should follow their dreams and um, make sure that they be themselves, do what they want do what they need to do before they do the things that they want to do, like my mom told me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Soleil, I, I want, what was that? What was that? Mike, can I add one more thought before you uh, Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the God, just, God just gave me a word. Um, we as family members need to reach out to other family members who are not saved. I ask for the family members, members to reach out to those individuals that need to know God. Even if they know God right now, let them keep talk to them more to know God, to get closer to him. We know those family members who need God more than any anything in life right now. So um, God is telling me to have you reach out to them in any way you can because we need to save our people, save our family by um, allowing them to know who Jesus Christ is. Wow. Wow, wow. And I'm going to say to Soleil, keep listening to your mom. Thank you, Soleil, for that last word. Uh, uh, Linda, that was beautiful. And Charles, Charles, that, that, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. There is a question on the house, on the floor, and I don't know how I overlooked it. I don't think hands went up that long. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Before y'all go, somebody have a question or comment. Eric code 817-378-817-378. Go ahead with your question or comment, please. Someone at the phone number, area code 817-378. Not going to say your whole phone number, but go ahead with your question or comment. Your line is open. Okay, maybe they accidentally pushed the phone, or either they shy. Uh, anyway, I'll pass on that. I don't know what's going on, but sometimes people press one when they're grabbing the phone, and they don't mean no. They're not trying to comment. But anyway, folks. Let me try it one more time, just in case. Eric code 817-37862. You know your number. I'm not going to say the whole number. Did you have a question or comment? Okay. I guess they all scared to death because I opened their line. But anyway, listen. <laughs> Charles, 
That was the bomb. Thank y'all. Yes, You're sir. You're the head of the house, and it's only appropriate that you give that last word like that. But you are absolutely right. So many of our family members that don't know the Lord, and that's really what this show is all about as well. I kind of throw it in here and there, but I don't want to run people off because people don't want to go to church necessarily when they listen to this show. When they listen to this show, so I can't just make it an altar call and you know, <laughs> nobody be listening but say folk. But I do try to sprinkle it with here and there, different music, different comments, and so forth. And it's yeah. kind of hard, but you're absolutely right. That is what it's all about. So, they listen to your mom and your dad. They are very wise people. I want to thank y'all for coming on tonight. Yes, thank, sir. You. thank you. Thanks for having thank us. All right. Well, good night. I'm going to go ahead and meet y'all online and look forward to seeing y'all next time. All right. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye. Have a great night. Bye. All right. Have a great night. All right, okay, sweetie. Thank you. Good to hear from you. And I mean, I mean, we lost darling folks earlier, but uh, I know she would really be impressed to hear that little how they wrapped it up. That's such a nice rap, such a nice family, and I and I just applaud them for raising kids. You just can't, uh, you can't act that. Uh, Soleil, I know she does a lot of what her mother tell her, but that's a very wise little girl. I know y'all heard that, right? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I really did. I enjoyed their last interview. And remember, that that first interview is on the Ed and Isabel page. All you got to do is keep going down until you see a lot of pictures of Soleil and the family. And that actually, that profile got all of the kids. So anyway, 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 tonight, two families. What do y'all think? The Oars and the Wesses. And they did a very good job. This is our family, folks. This is our family. We're all over the place, 15 states strong. And uh, you see, most of the time, they do fear the Lord. They're talking about the Lord. You heard Charles talking about reaching out. So let's do that. Let's reach out to those that don't know who the Father is. Let's reach out to those that don't know who the Father is, okay? Wow, wow, wow. Um, I was going to play a song. I was going to play one song, but actually, he kind of got me in another vein. Um I don't know if I can find this song. Tell you what, tell you what, let's do a little something here. But I just want to just remind everybody of next week's show. Uh, next week's show is not going to be a family show. I got the song now. Next week's show is not going to be a family show. It is going to be, actually, we're going to be doing exactly what Charles was talking about. We're going to, this is going to be a show reaching out. Well, this is to young people, but still the unsaved. Next week's show is going to be talking about the challenges facing young people. And we are going to be swinging hard and heavy at things like um, all the things young people are going through, unemployment, uh, lack of employment, lack of energy to work, a, a lot of challenges with our young males. And we're not, we're not going to be bashing them. This ain't no show to be bashing the youth. We're going to be talking about solutions, how to get them motivated. And, and, and I, I would love to hear what some of y'all have to say because, you know, even I am open to that for sure. Uh, because I want to help as many youth as possible. We're going to be talking about things like homosexuality, lesbianism. We're going to be talking about uh, this epidemic. Uh, everybody's, I, I don't know if I should just say epidemic because the young people don't call it an epidemic, but why does everybody want to stay high, stay, stay high, stay high, stay high, 24 hours a day, seven days a week? We smoke it. We're going to cover that, talk about that, hit that hard and heavy. The rap culture, why is all these young men wanting to definitely uh, uh, pursue rapping like that's the only culture. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of young people that 
they want to be rappers. I mean, they, and they just they feel like if you even say anything against it, you know, you're the enemy. You know, they feel like you know. Again, we're going to talk about that. I've, I've invited people that necessarily don't think the way we think about the Bible or God. Uh, I've invited different voices, uh, of, of, all of which have some solutions, though. That's the common thread we have. But not everybody believes, like Brother Seth, that I've invited. As you listen to the last two shows, those of you that's been listening to the last two episodes, this is part three, actually, a lot of people I'm inviting on don't see eye to eye with me, but they have solutions. So we're going to be talking about solutions, but folks, we are going to be talking about any and everything that face young people, and uh, we're going to try to have some young people on uh, to to defend what's going on or to give us some insight on how they're thinking, because our young people, just like everybody else, is in trouble. They're really in trouble, those that don't know the Father, those that's not following his, his path. So next week, next week is a show Part three, dedicated to young people, the challenges that they face, that we're going to be some older people and younger people presenting solutions. If you know someone that is young and got some issues, some challenges, and the things are not going as well, like Charles was just saying, please, please invite them to listen next week. It's going to be serious, and it is not G-rated. This is more of a PG. You may hear some words that some of y'all are not used to hearing. It's going to be some rap. We're going to play a little rap, and, you know, some good rap. It'll, it's going to be all good to, to, to bring our young people around. So, anyway, love every single one of y'all. I'm going to go out with a song that I think will speak to what Charles was saying. It really is about reaching uh, souls for the law, for, for re- reaching lost souls for the Most High. It really, truly is, and really, that's really the engine behind this show. To be very honest, which in, in addition to uniting us and and uh, encouraging each other as well as uh, networking with each other. Okay, so the engine behind this show really is to bring us to the most high. For real, for real. Y'all know that. All you got to do is listen to what I'm saying most of the time, just like this special we're doing next week. So spread the news about the show next week and enjoy this last song that is really going to uh, bring us all to our knees, so to speak. Good night.
and for faith and for faith to increase. And I know you've been sincere. You've earnestly and fervently you pray. But I wanted the young man to know that you just cannot have them. Or be perfectly blessed. Or be perfectly blessed. None of that can happen until all. Until all. Everything. Right there on the altar. It's got to be there. Come on and help me say, Why is your all on the altar?